One's fat and sexy, and the other sexy and fat. You decide. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here we go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Houndsy, all in the mix today. Eddie Van Adler has YouTube for you. Intern 92, uh, was it Jimmy 92 Tron? And Diesel Dixon working, unnamed intern, working on the YouTube side of things. And uh, welcome back for another hour. It's Bill Bubba Bussett. Well, glad to be here, Rick. Thank you very much. Thank well, thank you. it's happened again. Thank you, Philip. When celebrities go on in, <laughs> the battle for the celebrities' money by cousins and family members and agents and friends. Uh, and it looks like once you remember, we liked to never got never got James Brown buried. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think we were ever <laughs> going to bury his body. I mean, it, it just. And now, Bubba Aretha uh, connections are producing handwritten wills just found <laughs> all over the place. I mean, they're no, just Rick, one Rick. one included in a cushion of a couch. <laughs> Who Rick. do you think wrote them? Rick, they most, claim Aretha did. Oh boy, Rick. Most of the experts think she didn't have a will, right? But mysteriously now, they're popping family up. Family members are just finding wheels everywhere. There yeah. Were, uh-huh. There. Uh-huh. Look at this. Look at this wheel I found Aretha wrote on a spiral <laughs> notebook. Where'd you find it? Under the cushions of the couch? Oh, that's believable. Look, this yeah. one's on a paper bag. I'll tell you what, bring that in. Let's shell out some cash for you. Yeah. But Y'all, that, do they really think that anybody's going to take this? Well, it, it is happening. And as you said, Bubba, the, the truth, they think, is there isn't a will at all. But three handwritten versions. Have been discovered this month. Two from 2010, found in a locked cabinet after a key was located. Uh, the 2014 version was inside a spiral notebook under cushions, according to one attorney. <laughs> it's written real nice too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like that's official. Yeah, it's good and legal. Yeah, okay. that, that, you need to get one of those guys that reads the Egyptian writing to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> Bubba, we got all kinds of filings. <laughs> There's filings galore. I can't. I cannot keep up with all the different filings. Let me tell you who's going to get most of this. This is going to be the lawyers who fight between the kids or whoever the relatives are. Sabrina Owens is an administrator at the University of Michigan and for some, it continues to serve as personal representative of the estate. She says, I am neutral. Uh, here, My wishes are simple. I want all parties involved to make wise choices on behalf of their mother, her rich legacy, the family, and the Aretha Franklin estate. We've got another court filing over here and a court filing over here by various Franklins. Uh, and uh, and we, we also have a judge uh, this past April has hired an expert to appraise Franklin's assets and personal belongings. This goes, this has got memorabilia, concert gowns, household goods. Now, in her heavy years, that, that, that those gowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that uh, you could they could probably be a tablecloth as Rick, well. Who was this personal representative? What what was her tie to the family? You, you know, know? I, I don't know. They don't they don't tell you that in the story. They just bring her name up, saying she continues. So there must be a story back when she was declared the person, but I don't know why she was. I don't know what her connection is. Or to did this the court one. assign? It her. must be is she one it, of those. It must that, be. It's like a professional does right. that. It must I, I did see this. They're all going to want their piece of uh, of her legacy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I see here also that the IRS yep. is uh, auditing <laughs> yep. 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 her uh, back several, several years. So they may all end up with a bill on this. Well, they're saying right now the IRS thinks there's somewhere around $6 million that are that <laughs> old in taxes. So somebody, oh. somebody's got to bring that in. What What wow. are they estimating her uh 
her estate is worth. They're trying they here. They're trying. That's that's what this in April they they've got an expert that's supposed to be appraising this, and here we are in May, and we yeah. I don't think we have anything yet. Um, if you if they're having this much trouble finding a will, I'm going to say they're going to have trouble finding all of her assets too. Got a son upset about one of his mama's homes being sold. He's not big on that. There's a lot, a lot of fighting going on. Yeah, well, it's good not good. Night. It's a lot going on here. And yeah, now, this one, this is going to be a nasty y'all. Mm-hmm. This, this, this thing will go on for years. But I think mm-hmm. you're right. I, I believe everybody needs to be careful because let's let the IRS smoke clear. Yeah. Let's let's let the guy, whoever guy, woman who's been hired to appraise the estate, mm-hmm. and let's look at those two numbers, and let's kind of see where we are. I mean, there there may not be much left worth fighting for by the time everybody yeah is paid what they're owed. Now I know she's worth a lot more than six oh, million yeah, dollars. Yeah, but. and and you know there'll be some. Uh, some things generated in the future from her uh, from her music catalog. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing they said uh, here at the bottom. She, it, it, since her death, her star is still rolling on. Got an honorary Pulitzer Prize in April, uh, and uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, I don't know why. Isn't that for writing. Yeah, they gave her something. They they're giving her a Pulitzer just simply because of her extraordinary career. Now, I don't know how that works. I didn't well, know you could do that. There's a concert. Film. What about a Nobel didn't Peace Bob Prize too? Uh, there was a concert film from 1972 called Amazing Grace that critics seem to be loving that involves her. And then here's what you said, Bubba. The estate is involved in, looking quotes there, many mm-hmm. continuing projects, mm-hmm. including various television and movie proposals, as well as dealing with various creditor claims and that have resulted in litigation. Aretha's situation is a mess. Yeah, it's yeah. going it's to wow. be a mess. I wonder how much she paid for that golden coffin they had her in. You remember oh, the yeah. gold-plated oh, coffin? Yeah. I yeah. bet that knocked a chunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a minute, I thought we was all going to see King Tut. Yeah. Well, you know, I she mean, had about a three-day funeral, and she changed clothes and everything. I know. It was, yeah, I mean, it was yeah. quite the event. It was. That's, I don't know about all that. That's a little much. Staying in the same place, and we've discussed this. Guys, I don't know about these hologram tours. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're going to send Now we're gonna send Whitney Houston, uh, the, her estate, another one that I'm sure is is working on a hologram tour and a new album. This is once how, again. How can it be a new album? Well, Bubba, this and Greg, uh, let me give you Unless credit. Unless I've missed something. Greg, oh, Greg has been uh, uh, an, an antagonist against this, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Because these artists didn't release these things for a reason. Yeah, they right. didn't want them released. Yeah. These were culls, basically. Yeah. 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 I don't like that. When's right. the last? What, what would you do if all of a sudden you went you went to out bass fishing and all of a sudden all they sent you in with were the fish you wanted to throw back? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'd be like, well, my gosh, like, who wants these fish? Yeah, I promise you, if they would have been all about these, they would have released them when they were alive. When was the last time somebody did an unreleased song that you went, that may be one of the best things I've ever heard? Never. I can't recall a time. A, Has there been one that you went? I'll tell you what, that was awesome. That no, Michael Jackson no. stuff. Yeah, that, I was going to say that. Good. You know, yeah. they're very forgettable. Loved it. You know why they're forgettable? Because the brilliant artist heard it and performed it and didn't like it didn't either. Didn't like it. I don't want to do that one. It didn't, didn't they do that out. with Prince's estate too? Uh, they're oh, trying. Yeah. Prince has got like a million songs yeah. that have never been released. Yeah. But but there's a reason they're not released. And this hologram They were cold. Thing. Back to Greg's deal, they were cold. <laughs> but I don't want to go to I don't want to go to a place <laughs> and being being in an arena. And the hologram of somebody that I once liked is up there on the stage. I'm really just, like Bubba said in the break, I'm really listening to their album while looking at a fake presentation of them. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. weird. It, right? It's cool technology. It's kind of cool to see, but I don't think I want to go for a concert. I know. You know? Have, now, does the band play live now, in, that's in the hologram? Saying, like Ronnie James did. I knew you were going with this. Well, he's the original one. <laughs> now, Frank Zappa now has one. I don't know but about Ronnie this. James Dio, the band is live. 
and his little hologram singing. I know that. I remember we saw that video, yeah. and it's weird. It, you know, and for an Frank award Zappa show, one, I'm not sure. About for an that. award show, it's kind of interesting how they do that. But I, I just don't know that I, that's would be my concert experience. I want. Yeah, I, look, I see they're showing. I think I would almost like maybe it's not perfect yet. By no. any stretch. I, yeah, I'm like you for one song on something. Yeah, go, that's new. But I'm gonna go pay a ticket price and sit down and watch. There's a set list. A live the, the hologram's got a set list. Yeah, I just <laughs> I got a live band and a hologram up there with them. Yeah, I about that. Uh wow. We're up. <laughs> Ronnie James. Never <laughs> never liked Ronnie James. Uh, a couple of his stuff I like. You didn't. I did, kinda. It is weird it's to see scary. It is weird to see that live band playing in his and his holograms uh-huh. up in front of it. I don't really like the feel of that. Something about it also feels ghostly, well, which I don't like. Do you hear me? Yeah. It's got a ghostly feel it to does it. It does have a spook. It's it a little spook yeah. about it. I don't there's like. A, a I'm like, we can't find somebody else to sing somebody's song you like. I mean, isn't American Idol tour coming to your town or something? But I would, you know? if, you, if you want to drop it into a tribute, I'm at a concert and all of a sudden they do a tribute like the Michael deal. But you can't make that all I'm seeing though. Yeah, I, it's I the just, tour. I, 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 if you're in the live band, is that not kind of weird? If you're one of the band members, well, yeah, it is. We'll be back. 15 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The preacher man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold drive It's 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big as our numbers. We make our way back. This uh, song now has uh, a couple of reasons I'm playing it. Uh, one of them is the story Bubba just mentioned. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. has lost a shotgun, and he, he has a reward if we can find it. How do you lose? And uh, also, um, so, so tell me about Hank. What's what's missing? All right, the uh, the country singer is hoping to uh, to find an old Remington. It's an eleven forty eight sixteen gauge shotgun. He wants to pass it to his children and grandchildren. Believes the gun may be in Alabama near Coleman. <laughs> He's going to narrow it down. I, I know, I know. This is uh, this is odd, but he he's very serious about I mean, is it. it because is it like laying somewhere, or is there somebody got it? What? Right now, there's a six thousand dollar reward for it. Apparently, this this must have been passed down to him. Yeah, he said it's a family antique. Yeah. But, but what does he mean <laughs> near Cole? It's in it, like laying out in the woods. I mean, what does he somebody mean? have it in the home? It says that um, it was lost uh, when uh, they moved from Coleman to Paris. Possibly from his cabin on Smith Lake, yeah. Coleman to Paris, Tennessee. Yeah, yes. yeah. I about to say he. Let me just clarify that. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he's in <clears throat> Paris, France. But so, did so it Hank, fall off the truck. Yeah. Or? So Hank really is saying he thinks it's laying out in the woods somewhere, right? Well, you know, when I guess when you pack, you know, things get moved around. Probably some group did it. Um, you know, when you go, well, it was there when we packed, and now I can't find it, so it's somewhere. And it reminds him of Granddad Shepherd. Yep. Is that what it's that? So, uh, so, so a $6,000 reward. Now, I'm not familiar with that gun. It's a 16-gauge shotgun, Remington, on 1148. No idea. I, I understand a 16-gauge. They're yeah. not, you know, nobody, not. Rick, I don't know if Dickie wants to call, but they gave a number here. Uh, if anybody found it, to give them a call. Well, we, <laughs> we could absolutely do that. But here's the thing that I don't understand. Imagine that call. I've been up around call. Granddad Shepard. Yeah, yeah I, what I don't understand is. Granddaddy. The foxnews.com 
Coleman is not South Alabama. Mm-mm. No, it's not. No. The, this says somewhere in South, around South. That's not South Alabama. No, that's no. Not no. South Alabama. That's, that's now, he has property in South Alabama. Mm-hmm. No, right. he. It says growing up, I spent a lot of time in South Alabama with my granddad Shepard. Now I'm looking for a shotgun. Well, right. but, when, but it says it says the 16 gun? gauge shotgun is likely somewhere in Southern Alabama. But, but that's not Southern Alabama. Well, again, when, when, when did the shotgun get this lost? Line right here. Are we uh, talking about back when he was a kid? I mean, because, hey, baby, it's probably gone. It just says it was likely lost when they moved from Coleman to uh, Paris, Tennessee there. Yeah, the so li- I, I don't know. The line on the Fox News story said, Williams says he believes the Remington Model 1148 16-gauge shotgun is likely somewhere in Southern Alabama, an area he spent a lot of time with his granddad, Shepard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably written poorly. I do, too. Um, yeah. I got what they probably what he probably said is that's where my granddaddy Shepherd and I used it. That's where I yeah. spent time with right. him, and it's Shepherd. his gun. And now I've lost it in Coleman, which is obviously, if you know the area, it is not in South Alabama. Right. Well, the, the journalist just put those two things together right. and thinks that he thinks it's lost around where he hung out with Granddaddy Shepherd. But that's right. not what he said. What right. if somebody listening to this show has it? Has it? Eight six six. How's he going to know? Do you think it was it? an accident, or you think somebody moving? Help themselves to it. And again, is this back when he was a kid when he lost this? No, it had to be recently. When did he move from Coleman to Paris, Tennessee? We need to know that. All right, let's see. We need to have that time. They do have an information. That's what I'm saying. You want me calling here? I'll call myself. You want to get them on the phone? Maybe they can clear up a lot of this stuff, and and we can help find this because I know you hate to lose a family heirloom like that, especially when you, you know, have a lot of history like he does with his his family so if they answer i'm a, i'm just nope he's gonna act like he's lost yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna see if they answer yeah if if, if they answer, if it's just a voicemail then we'll, we're gonna tell them we're we're here to help okay the uh, what if what if you answer uh, and you hear the show rolling in the background i think it's Ooh. stephen smith you're looking for what if granddad shepherd answered? <laughs> here's what i well, think we got a country song right there can i tell you what i think <laughs> happened i think it was left in the move then somebody found it Attorney. Oh, yeah. Attorneys. Okay. And, um, I'm, I'm, nobody's going to talk to him. <laughs> nobody's going to leave a message. I, 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 the, um, but I, I, I think <laughs> that's – This is Speedy with Rick and Bob. Oh. He's, he's leaving a serious message. <laughs> See, I think that's what happened. I think he, he – oh, you know, you, how you leave something behind when you move. Somebody – likely whoever moved into that place after he left, in my opinion, has it. It's but possible. Or it could have just been lost in moving. I mean, you get a – you know – you know what a quag moving anything is, what, especially what if you're not on site. You know, what, what you're not on site. I keep hearing these anyway. little these, computers. What, 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 which one does that? Uh, Whoever's is up. Ron, Ron, <laughs> but I don't have anything up over here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Ron in Pell City. Ron, oh, you're saying it's not coming through the no, board. It's, it's I don't think a laptop speaker. Oh, I, I, I think it's the. I think well, the microphone's just picking it up. Ron, Ron, go ahead. Yeah. Hey guys. Back back during that time. From the move from Colvin to Paris, Tennessee, I worked with Hank Junior Enterprises. Uh, actually, they think the shotgun was stolen mm-hmm. during the move. So there is actually a uh, no questions asked uh, reward for five thousand dollars if someone would return it. Plus, there's a one thousand dollar finder's fee if anybody has information about where the gun is. They can get paid the thousand dollars. And the South Alabama part is, Hank still owns a huge farm in South Alabama, and his daughter actually lives there now. And that's where his granddaddy uh, was. And that's where the shotgun originated from. Yeah. This poor, so, it's but, poor so German. So no matter how, but how it, was, it, it. But it was in Coleman. 
when yeah. they made the move to Paris and they think the gun was stolen by probably someone in the moving company or someone wow. there during the move. And, and yeah. the bottom line is, even if that was done, he's just wanting the gun back. Yeah, he's just well, it's a family heirloom. And, and you got to realize, they moved probably uh, eight to 10,000 guns from Coleman to Paris when oh. he moved. That's a bunch. So percentage-wise, they didn't. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, and it's his whole collection and everything. Of, uh, you know, he's a huge collector of Civil War stuff and uh, old Ruger firearms. And that that's why I didn't get noticed, you know, until yeah. now that, hey, that gun's gone. Yeah. Well, Ron, you seem to know a lot about it. You don't happen to have a 16-gauge Remington, do you? Well, I would rather have the $1,000 finder for you. Buddy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, when you get that kind of fee for it, it's it's worth more to turn it in than it is to sell it. So to clarify, oh, yeah. to clarify the mistakes in the story, first of all, it's not a $6,000 reward if you for the gun. It's $1,000 for a finder's fee, then $5,000 for the gun. Right. All right. And, exactly. And it was lost in the Coleman area, not where Granddaddy Shepherd and his farm was. They think they lost it moving from Coleman, not South Alabama. Right, because the gun originated there. Understood. That's where yeah, I got that. Yeah. The, yeah. That's just yeah. bad bad journalism again. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. so um, okay. Well, thanks for the clarification. And uh, But if you had the gun, couldn't you get the five and the one? I guess you turned yeah. yourself well, in, I basically. Guess if you, if yeah. you call the if you call the attorney's <laughs> office, that's the number listed, and say, hey, I know where the gun is, prove it, get the thousand, then turn it in and get the five from yeah. bank, I, hey, I guess you could. Yeah, or if I just come forward with it, I've helped you find it, and I have it. So <laughs> yeah. I get both. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what if you heard it was in a closet somewhere? <laughs> can, I take, can I say something? Hank, Hank, how about this? Hank's fans are pretty rowdy. I, I think this is his way of turning the heat up on somebody, too. Yeah. yeah. You don't somebody be, bragged about hey, having that gun. You don't want to be face the Hank Williams nation, mm-hmm. and, and you got Junior's granddaddy Shepherd's gun. Well, I told him we'd talk to him, so... Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll work out. Yeah, I'd like to know more about it. Mm-hmm. We've interviewed Hank Jr. before, and it's very similar to interviewing Daryl Earnhardt when he was alive. There's that. Yeah. I mean, when he's done with the interview, it's over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no small talk. No. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More, uh-oh, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Eight six six, we be big as our number. So we did have a guy call in the break, but he's taking his kids to school, and he's got some pawn shop uh, connection where a gun that is similar to what Tank Williams Jr. is describing was sold. So you know what? We're going to make it a, a new commitment on this program. We're going to find Grandpa Shepherd's sixteen gauge. This is, you know what this reminds me of, don't you, Bubba? Since it's 25 years of Rick and Bubba, remember Emma Sampson, Rick and Bubba? Give oh us, yeah, give us the finger. Give us the finger. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, were the looking at you missing a finger, and yep. we we had a big uh, yep. promotion. Just turn it in to yep. find the finger. Look, if you got Grandpa Shepard's 16 gauge, Junior needs it. He wants to pass it on to kids and grandkids. And look, you've had it long enough. There's six grand up mm. in, in play. Mm-hmm. Just give us the gun. <laughs> Yeah, don't be a jack leg. Give the gun back. Right. Come on. Let us have the gun back. And it. if it's in the Coleman area, this show, th- there may not be a person in Coleman that doesn't listen to this show. Not one. Oh, no, I know. One. This, this, show, this show has a 101% share in Coleman. Absolutely. And that, that 101, somebody moved, moved in. That's right. Yeah. From somewhere else.
So if you will, let's let's get Granddaddy Shepard's gun back to Hank. Let's stop all this foolishness. <laughs> all right, enough of this now. You've had it long enough. Let's let's have it back. And you know you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's have it. Or you know somebody's got it. Let's show some compassion. How about that little tie into compassion like international? How'd you like, I like it? Compassion International. Uh, look, we we have kids that they're looking uh, for sponsors, and uh, and sadly we're only about forty percent to our goal, which is is bothersome. We're, we want to get two hundred and fifty kids uh, that are sponsored through Compassion International. The problem is is easy to see. The solution is easy to see. The sacrifice is minimum. So really, we should be able to get to the 250 with no issue because this is just one of those things you can't really argue against. You know, going, well, I really don't see any call for me to go out and, and help orphans and, and widows or anything like that. Well, other than not reading the Bible, I guess. But this is pretty straightforward that, that when we have been given the ability to help, you know, too much is given, much is required. And plus, this is one of those things. It's not going to be a sacrifice because you're going to get a blessing from it and your family is going to to benefit as much as the child and his family, if he has a family. I mean, we're talking about basic things. I mean, access to clean water, access to humane um, you know, solutions when it comes to human waste, education, uh, housing, uh, nutritious food. All those things can be provided. And, of course, Compassion International, one of the highest-rated um, nonprofits in the world. They do what they say they're going to do, and they do a tremendous job. You'll, you'll hear from the child. you get updates from the child. Uh, and you will. This will be an experience that you will be so thankful that you finally made the move to do it. So, if you want to be part of a, the 250 children we're trying to sponsor through this program, it's really simple. Just go to compassion.com/bubba. If you prefer to talk to someone about this, maybe you have a part of the world that you feel called to. Eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three, and then there's that link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so Bubba, we have a, a, an update. <laughs> All the stuff going on politically right now. This is the the bar investigation trying to get to the bottom of what went on involving the bought and paid for dossier, an attempt to uh, destroy Trump's bid for president. What went on? Who did? Bubba, what did they know? When did they know it? All right, so we predicted this, that if things got too hot, somebody is going to be the person that's going to be thrown under the bus, thrown under the bus by all the others. Well, now we know an investigation is going on, uh, and they all know that Barr is a pretty sharp guy. Now, he, he's been AG before. He knows the ropes. He's, for the most part, non-political, even though they're trying to paint him as political now. I think he does have a lot of respect for the office of the presidency. And, um, you know, he when he said and announced that we've got this prosecutor looking into this, as a matter of fact, he's been on the job now for weeks. Boy, the first started flying. It did. And Clapper Flapper, you know, he's he's out there trying to defend himself. You know, you remember Brennan. He, he was the former communist that ended up head of the, of, I don't know if it was NSA or CIA, whatever. Um, and, you know, he... He was one of the most outspoken, just just crazy saying Trump's going down. Wait till this Mueller report's no. out. Wait till all this comes out. And it was nothing. I mean, it was a big nothing. So he's really been backpedaling since then. And, Rick, since the lights have come on, the rats are scrambling. Uh-oh. Well, now enter former Attorney General Loretta Lynch. Mm. 
she has flatly accused former FBI director James Comey of mischaracterizing, that means lying, about her <laughs> statements by repeatedly, uh, under oath, she's testified several times uh, because he said that Lynch privately instructed him to call the Hillary Clinton email probe a matter instead of an investigation. And she's saying that when she heard that, she was quite surprised. Hmm. So this is it. We said this the other day, and it looks like it keeps keeps being confirmed. I think they've picked Comey, who is going to yeah. get blamed for all this because they think, look, look we got to get we got to give them somebody. Let's give them Comey. Yeah, Brandon's already said, hey, I told him not to put that dossier in there. That shouldn't have been in the Pfizer warrant. I, I was against that. Yeah. But there also is word out that they have an email chain that's got him in it saying to put it in it too. So he he's not looking real good in this, and I'm sure when it all comes out. Now, Rick, we, remember, we got two different investigations. We have the inspector general doing one, which is not legally binding. The inspector general will come out, and they inspect internal operations to say, hey, we can do something better or make suggestions. They're not l- like a, a legally binding investigation, but this prosecutor could be. And it could turn into a special prosecutor, but I think very wisely he's kept it as just a prosecutor because that really gives him more lead way to do things than if it was a defined special prosecutor. So we'll see. I think they're going to get to the bottom of it. And we said this before, whoever the president is, Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, I don't think anybody should have to go through this circus that we have seen and this attempt basically to overturn an election with a bunch of made-up paperwork. So to clarify, in the latest look, now Loretta Lynch saying all the things that Comey said I said about the Hillary Clinton email probe is false and he's lying. And uh, as you said, Bubba, she said mischaracterized, which means he lied about me. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a $2 word for he's lying. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and then over here, you mentioned this. Barr is saying, look, I'm not defending President Trump. What I'm trying to do is defend the power of the executive branch. And I felt the rules were being changed to hurt Trump. And I thought it was damaging for the presidency over the long haul. Uh, and he was interviewed um, in, uh, in, uh, in El Salvador. Yeah, and Rick, this is a great quote. He said, uh, and and I'm paraphrasing here what he was talking about. He said, the president is not an errand boy for Congress. Right. It's an equal branch of of government, and they're all subject to oversight. But there's a point where your oversight or your what you're calling oversight is nothing but just busy work trying to politically destroy the other branch. And really, the Congress needs to be about the work of the Congress, and they have really gotten away from that. And case in point is some of the things we're dealing with now, Supreme Court rulings. And I heard a guy the other day talking about it, and he was he was dead on. Issues like abortion and all these other things should not be decided by the Supreme Court. They should be decided in the Congress. They should pass laws that we either do this, don't do this, and how it should be done. And there's not going to be absolute consensus, so you have to have compromise. That's how our whole country was formed. Nobody started out by going, hey, let's have a Senate, let's have a Congress and or a House. I mean, all that was a compromise. The, the Electoral College was a compromise. Everything was a compromise. And over time, it has shown that it works, sometimes sloppy, sometimes ugly, but it does work. So, again, Congress on several – I think in, in our lifetime, we've seen Congress just try to, to – to, kind of shun their responsibility of settling these issues 
And then they flip it over into the judicial branch, and then they start reading all kind of things into the Constitution. Oh, yeah, well, there's a right there for that right. and this. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't right. address that. Congress needs to take these issues up. It needs to be debated. There needs to be compromise, and then we move forward as a nation. And that's why we're in this mess we're in now with well, everything. Well, you remember, and I don't remember if he was a representative. I think he was. Um it, from Nebraska, and, and ba- he laid it out as perfect as it's ever been laid out, and we talked about it on the show, and he said exactly what you're saying. And, and as a member of Congress, he said, we are shucking our responsibility, and, and th- this is not what we were called to do, what we're right, doing. Right. We're, we're called to get in here, take make law, and, and, and be fully responsible for it. Yeah, to solve problems, yeah. to actually make life better, to look out long-term for the country, to, to decide how we spend our money, how we're taxed. I mean, they ha- look, the Congress has an awesome responsibility in the three branches of government, but they're busy doing things they really are not designed to do, and it's taking away, and then they're shunning their, their responsibilities of what they should be doing. Also, because it's tough, Rick, it's tough decisions when you have to make those laws, when you have to make budgets. And actually be accountable for the money coming in and what you spend. That's tough. Nobody. That's not easy. Nobody wants to manage and say, no, you can't have money for that, or we're going to have to cut that well, back. Well, it's, it's leadership again. Nobody wants to be a leader anymore because they don't like the bad side that comes with it. You actually have to make decisions. People get mad at you. See, they want to uh, get in there you know? and not deal with the tough issues, right. like the abortion issue, like the border, a lot of other things. They want to they pass it pass along, it kick else. the can. They don't want to deal with Social Security. They don't want to deal with the national debt. They don't want to deal with any of that. They don't want to do their job, bottom but, line. But what they do want to do is get on TV and put their thumb on the president and and, and act like they are the ones that the, everybody's going to bow to. We're going to subpoena you. We're going to look at this. We're going to look at that. Why are you looking at any paperwork? Has the president been accused of a crime? No. We got people wanting to impeach, but have you noticed they can't tell you what they want to impeach him for? Well, on that note, a federal judge did rule yesterday in favor of a House of Representatives committee that has subpoenaed President Trump's financial records from his corporate accounting firm, dealing uh, uh, an early setback to Trump's legal battles. But they're saying they're going to never get it, that they want to appeal it. But uh, the judge says that uh, his accountants must turn over his financial records. Never have. Obama appointed judge. But they, he has um, he has appealed that and said this is just Democrats not happy with the Mueller well, report. Well, again, let me ask you this. The Mueller report On what grounds do they want to look at his financial report? Has, is he charged with a crime? They can't just come and say, I want to look at your stuff. Right. They can't just come and look at Speedy's or Greg's. they got to have a reason, right? Don't they need a warrant to do that? That's how I thought it worked. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. All right, we got to go back and revisit a story we did a moment ago involving Hank Williams Jr. Our show has made a commitment that we will find Granddaddy Shepard's uh, 16 gauge. Steve Smith is part of the law firm that's working to try to retrieve uh, a missing uh, antique. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of a family heirloom. It's a 16 gauge. It's 1148 16 gauge shotgun. Uh, that has uh, either been misplaced or stolen during a move, we think, from Coleman, Alabama to Paris, Tennessee. Now, Steve Smith 
uh, is with us, uh, his attorney. Steve, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? Steve. Good morning. I'm great. We're going to find Grand, Granddaddy Shepherd's gun. I got news for you. We're going to find it. <laughs> we, we've been looking for 30 years. Um, and just Hank's recently gotten into really interested in family heirlooms, and this has become important to him. Well, look, uh, be careful stepping out. But yeah, let, me t- let me tell you this. Look both ways. <laughs> Steve, right. Steve, let's talk about this for a minute because, you know, journalism is terrible today. And, and the story we read, they've got the locations wrong and Granddaddy Shepherd versus where the gun actually was, was lost. And so we got to clarify. And, and, Steve, what did you just say? You, you'd done what for 30 years? I've, uh, all right, when I was in college, 1982, getting my accounting degree, my, my dad was Hank's lawyer and my cousin was his business manager, and I was tired of working at the street department. I went in to see if James R. would hire me, the manager, to work on his fishing boat. I wanted to get out of town. And he said, be stinky, messy, you won't like it. You can do that, or you can go out and sell T-shirts for Hank. So decision was made. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Good call. So how, how long has the gun been missing? Probably Hank moved to Paris in 85, I think, because I got a law school in 86. Somewhere in there. It could have been early 80s. Uh, he had a little place on Smith Lake on Catalina Point, and – it probably was kept under the bed, and somebody may have found it, went shot snakes with it, and put it in their truck. We just we don't know. Don't know it, what it happened. Just, but it's been gone a long time. A long time. We had the, the prior sheriff in Coleman put it on the NCIC, and we had everything done. But the note that Hank sent me, <clears throat> he's not the world's greatest typist, and he had the serial number wrong. Oh, so Hank. For, for 15 years, we looked for the wrong gun. <laughs> come on. Oh, my come on. Hank. You can't even Hank. have a serial oh, number. Nobody wants to get <laughs> Okay. What would Gary say about that, Rick? Hey, I mean, I, he can't know, even have a serial number. <laughs> you'd be pleased to know, though, he is now a texter. I'm, I'm quite impressed. Really? <laughs> that is something. He's entered the... The new, the new millennium has hit Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> All right, well, so, Steve, so this is kind of a, hey, let's let's start this process over. Let's find this gun that's been lost for a long time with the correct serial number. Correct serial number, correct description. And the gun's not worth 50 bucks. Right. Truly. Right. It's, a, it's just one that Papa had in Troy. And, you know, back then they didn't have any money, so there's no telling. He probably got it for a quarter. It's just there's no monetary value to it except the Hank. Right. right, it's just an air, it's an heirloom, like you said. But see, and I, Steve, I don't want to bring this up, but it's a little, you know, we 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 should have been helping with this long before today, mm-hmm. um, and and we probably would have found it by now if y'all have brought us in, mm-hmm. uh, because I mean we've been around twenty five years, so we we, yeah, were, we found Pumpkin Williams in California, and yeah. we think he was in the witness protection program. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, I mean we <laughs> we even found uh, we even found Bill Hagler, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so so I, uh, we we will find this gun, Steve. You can count on it. Uh-huh. Well, it uh, we will make it worthwhile to anybody. It's uh, you know, it, I figure it's in somebody's closet under somebody's bed. Weekends roll around, they pull it out. Hey, let me show you what I got. This this was Hanks. Well, mm-hmm. I I can get them something that really is Hanks. So that's not a problem. All right, so we um, we we're, we're not. You and, might even get another piece of Hank memorabilia that's even better, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get money as well. And, and Steve, let me be Absolutely. sure you you were publicizing the last five numbers of the serial number, right? Correct. And, and can you give that, that to us now? Uh, I have it. Five eight one one one. Is that correct? Correct. 
Okay. Yeah, it's right there. It, We're showing yeah. it on uh, And it's, it's just an well. old Remington shotgun. All right, 58111, 1148-16-gauge shotgun. It's probably not worth 50 bucks, but it means the world to Hank Jr. and his family. Absolutely. We're all over So it. there's $5,000 reward for it and $1,000 for information to get that person to, to call in or, or get it back to what, Whatever it takes. Absolutely, whatever it takes. Wow, Steve, we're well, right, Steve. Like we're going to go to work on that. This audience is is awesome. They can get things. <clears throat> we done. got Steve's number, Speedy. We're going to work on it, Steve. And, uh, and then Speedy's got. This is my cell number. Speedy's got it. Call uh, yep. me anytime. All right, all right, all right Steve. It. If you get new information or we start getting close and you need updates, just let us know and we'll put it out over the show. Will do. Appreciate right. you, boy. No, thank, thank you, man. Steve. Appreciate yeah. you, man. There it is. How many people are looking at the going to their gun well, we're gonna safes gun right now and By looking golly. at that serial number? Our record is pretty doggone good. I don't on this think kind of I stuff. got any sixteen gauge stuff. Mm, I don't either. Uh, think I'm. I like those, Steve. I wish 12, Greg does. I can tell. I wish. Gre- I wish Greg would call me so Ricky can believe it. That <laughs> <laughs> guy's looking in my closet. We <laughs> <laughs> had time with Smith Lake. Yeah. <laughs> we have been enough that way. I'm sure. You probably got it. What's the over and under? What are they twenty four usually? Twenty four gauge. I don't know. Don't get that started again. That's back Please to the most trivia yeah. question. No, we're can, not going to talk about can, 410. Can I ask you guys a question? Do no, y'all believe, do y'all mess, believe a person it? has it, knows they have it, yes. and they're withholding it? Or do you think somebody it, no, but somebody doesn't know they have it? Ricky, I think somebody don't realize whose it is. Yeah. yeah, At one time, somebody may have taken it. and well, Like he said, you, you know the way people borrow a gun to shoot a snake or go bird hunting, and then it gets misplaced, and mm-hmm. who knows? And the, you, know, you leave it in a truck, truck gets traded. Or whatever, somebody probably has it third or fourth hand now and doesn't even realize it. Check your You're right. If you've got eleven, number. if you got eleven forty-eight, sixteen gauge, look on that serial number five eight one one one. If that's the serial number, yeah. it ends in five eight one one. Then that's Hank's gun, and they're going to give you some money and some cool Hank Williams stuff to get it back. And you're not holding anything worth a lot. What they want to give you is a lot more than it's worth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to go I'm gonna go look at my stuff anyway, just in case. Top of the hour. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour of Rick and Bubba's show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Andy Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, ready to get on the field for another hour. How do I get the Rick and Bubba show? There's so many ways. America's greatest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba radio network. Uh, You can listen to us live on the TuneIn app. Uh, Get best of Rick and Bubba moments after the live show goes off. That TuneIn app is free. Just download TuneIn and search Rick and Bubba's show. It's there. You can subscribe to our podcast, get the daily archives, listen to the show in its entirety on your time. Go back and pick up moments that you enjoyed, want to hear again. You can watch us live on YouTube. YouTube also will archive the show for you on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Or you can, uh, you know, if you have a Blaze TV subscription, you get an hour of the Rick and Bubba show, best of commercial-free video-wise that you can watch on your time with a Blaze TV subscription. Then you get all the other Blaze TV programming along with Rick and Bubba. I'm Rick, and welcome back. There's Bubba. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Bubba, Rick and Bubba University, another student for Rick and Bubba University today. It's time to get 
an intern name for Johnson Dooley. Uh, he will now join Rick and Bubba History and uh, a little theme song here. This song is actually good. Come on, So, uh, Johnson Dooley, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Of course, you have history here uh, with the with the show. We've known you since you were like a little fella. Uh, that's uh, what I'm worried about. Yep, you went to Briarwood High School. You graduated what two years ago? Three. Three years ago, and you're attending Auburn University. You got communications on the major, business on the minor, uh, and uh, you, uh, you you're, you're a little nervous about this process because you know enough about the show to know that this could. I mean, you're about to be labeled with a nickname <laughs> that will forever be yours. Y'all know me very, very well, so yes, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing to really sweat about it. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> do, do, don't you, be nervous. Were, were you telling me that <laughs> that your son Bubba Hunter was telling him just? Yeah, he said, "Don't if if, if it goes south, don't let them see you sweat <laughs> because they'll cut your soul out." <laughs> <laughs> working on my poker face right now. <laughs> no, but Johnson's uh, Johnson's family is uh, a family friend, and Johnson too. We hunt together a lot, yep, so we yep. we know Johnson pretty well. Yeah, we we hunted together some too, and uh, and we tried to put together a uh, one that it was one of the funniest thing. And I was telling him we we were, uh, and he can't believe that uh, the young Broderick just graduated. Uh, because he was just kind of the younger fella hanging out with all of you when we did some hunting together too, and some of the older guys, and we did some Bible studies together and, and all that. So I was getting to know some of the the guys when they were seniors, and uh, so it was pouring rain one afternoon hunting. Of course, uh, Dooley and uh, and his friends were like, you know, we want to go out to shooting houses and all that. And mm-hmm. Brody Brody steps out and says, I'm going to a ladder stand, and he's walking off with the rain pouring on him. And it was either Dooley or, or Josh Brower looks at me and said, "That's hardcore." Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's somebody getting after it. All right, so uh, have you? Do you have any nicknames? Have you ever had a nickname before? Uh, my the biggest nickname that I had growing up was my one that was given to me um, by Mr. Travis or Coach Travis, uh, and it was Joe Do. It was my nickname for all the sports. Uh, Joe Do Johnson Joe Dooley Joe, Joe Do Joe Do. Yep. That's not bad. What about Joe Do Do? Okay, that's, that's a new huh? one. Huh? Do do. So, okay. You started something. <laughs> well, that's what we do. That's exactly what he was worried about. <laughs> you know, now it's happened. Joe do. So you do you still like to hunt? Is that one of your hobbies? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, I know you've, you like so you've hunted a lot. Loves with, with, outdoors with the bussy. So outdoors is a big thing with you. Yes, sir. And uh, so, do you have any hobbies that we don't know about? Uh, I like to sing and play guitar. Like to oh, sing really? and play guitar. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's that? I want to hear him do Dooley. We could call him uh, Mr. Darling mm-hmm. off the, the Andy Darling. Griffith show because you know he played Dooley song. <laughs> he yeah. loves the Darling. Yeah. Long stretch. But right that, yeah. You know, yeah. old man Dooley's boy. There you go. Slipping up a holler. Grandpa Shepard. <laughs> Grandpa Shepard. <laughs> 16 gauge. Dooley. Did you, I saw you singing that when I played it. You've, you've had that happen to you before. I've heard it a few times. Yeah. Just a few. Well, when you Just hear Dooley, you think of it. That's one of the most famous bluegrass songs ever. That's right. And when the Darlings and, and, those, and the boys played it, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. baby. Look at Darling. Uh, so now, so we got we got the fact that he likes the outdoors. He likes to hunt. You like, do you fish at all? Yes, sir. You know, so you yes, like sir. Both. Hunting and fishing. Uh, Joe Dew was his name from one of his coaches growing up, uh, which puts the first and last name together. Um, and um, and then, of course, we have that he, he also likes to play guitar and, and sing. 
And so we got all that put together. You, for some, you have a twin sister. A twin sister and, named Hayden. Okay. And you, and you so. both attend Auburn. Mm. Yes, yeah. She yeah. actually just started nursing school at Auburn this summer. So. Okay. Yeah. You got, and you got all the different things, you know, because somebody's already sent in intern Coach Pearl. <laughs> 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 I got Dooley Knup. That's <laughs> Feedy just to write. Dooley Knup again. <laughs> uh, all right. Brock's got a pretty good one. Brock, go ahead. Yeah, this rock. Uh, I'm sorry. Briscoe Darling. Yeah. Briscoe Darling. I'm tubing, by the way. Oh, are you? Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah. watching yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Briscoe Darling, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Briscoe Darling is good. Which darling is that, Briscoe? That's the, the dad. dad. That's, that's, the, that's dad. the one I was talking Briscoe about, but I couldn't darling. think of Briscoe. Couldn't come uh, up you with went, it. So I'm going from talking about Denver Powell, the actor? Yeah. That's See, right, Rick. Wow. I, I love Denver. Wow. Pond. I don't know where I came up with that. A lot of Dooley Do-Rights. Dooley Do-Rights? Is, that's not bad. Dooley T-Bass. Dooley T-Bass. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Dooley T-Bass. That's, that's not bad either, Greg. <laughs> I like that. Because it ties in fishing and it also yep. ties in the yep. whole. Thanks to Helms, though, Joe Doo-Doo is, is, is something. Let's try that. Let's Play try that, dude. Let's, let's see if we can do less dude. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> you play that country dude. <laughs> <laughs> Play it. <laughs> I looked over there, Greg. It's not even realizing he's on the air. He's just sitting there singing this to himself over there. And, uh, and that's it. All right, so what we'll do is we'll get into the break. We'll take phone calls that with some Play names that, that may ha- we'll, however, have them put them up on the board. Mm-hmm. We'll look at email. We'll look on social media. We'll narrow it down to our top three or five. Uh, and then we will vote, and Johnson Dooley uh, of Auburn University will receive his official Rick and Bubba University nickname, and uh, forever let it be written, for let it forever let it be so. So we'll come back, we'll do that. So if you got ideas with the stuff, and there's a lot of good ones, uh, we shouldn't have any issue here at all. And we'll get Johnson Dooley his Rick and Bubba University nickname when we come back. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can email us, you can put stuff on social media. Uh, we'll try to look at uh, all that. I know the chat room. We'll try to take a look at that there on the t- for the tubers. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Always at ease, he lives in the jungle, hangs by his knees, and swings through the trees without a trapeze in his BVD. <laughs> he got a union card and he's practicing hard to play the guitar. Gonna be a big star, yeah, it's gonna go far. Carry moonbeams home in a jar. He ordered Chet's guitar course, COD makes A, E. Working on B, Dick C, and W, and R, and B, and me and the chimpanzee agree that one day soon he'll be a celebrity. Get, get it, get it, get it. Ow, guitar Zane. He's a guitar man. We're back uh, 20 minutes past the hour. So Johnson Dooley is about to get his name, and I'm playing that because I forgot all about that Ray Stevens song. So somebody suggested the nickname for him, Guitar Zan. I'd forgotten all about Guitar Zan. Uh, did you remember that song at all? Oh, I remember it, yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. I, I just never see Johnson play the guitar. I see him hunt yeah, a whole yeah, lot. Yeah. I never see him to play the guitar, pick and sing. Uh, you, you, Bubba puts the emphasis on the git 
more than yeah, you buy guitar. 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 Uh, guitar. All right, so here we go. <clears throat> so, so these are the ones, uh, Speedy, and, and, and if there's any I have that you don't have, I'll chime in. But give me your list. Okay, there's a lot of Dooley's, so we're going to have to work through that. Yeah. Um, you got Joe Dew, and I'm not going to add the other that Helmsy put, said. Uh, Grandpa Shepherd, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Darlin, or Briscoe Darlin, either one. All right. Uh, or Briscoe. All right, Circle Briscoe. We want that one. Yeah. Briscoe Darling. Uh, Dooley T. Bass. How do, how do you like Dooley T. Bass? Because mm. you work in Andy Easy. Griffin, but you also pick up the fish bass because he likes to fish. Dooley yeah, T. Bass? I'd say leave it in right now. All right, circle. We may, we may get rid of it later. Yeah. Right. I um, see disaster lot for Speedy ahead on that. Yeah, I do, yeah, too. I do too. Well, Greg, Sleepy to Speedy. Got to pull him <laughs> back over in that pit. Um, <laughs> Dooley do right. Uh, Dooley Canup. Uh, they just said when he's talking about how he owned yeah, them, it just sounds yeah, like yeah, uh, Dooley, Dooley Banjos uh, or Dooling Banjos, no. either one. Uh-uh. No? Okay. Darlin Dooley or Dooley Darlin? Uh, I kind of like Double Dooley more than I like that. Yeah, I like very Double similar. We do have a That's Double like D thing going on right now Let's go with du- Diesel Dixon and um, <laughs> what's it? Uh, Golly, you are scaring me. D- Diamond Dale. Diamond Dale. And then if you went with... Which one would you like? <laughs> double Dooley. Double, double Dooley. I, like no, double. I ain't got the Double Dooley. But I like it. Okay, so I don't you like, don't like either one no, of those other ones. Something about the Darling thing. I think we've covered that with Disco Darling. All right, talk to me, Goose. A lot of people said he, that, looks like that he looks like Goose from Top Gun. Talk to me, Goose. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Maybe it's because I know him. I don't see it. All right, yeah, uh, yeah. Dooley Goose. No. <laughs> uh, you've already said uh, double, do, uh, double Duty. Dooley. Dooley. Yeah. Okay, because there was two of them down. I don't the want people, Double Duty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that that was that was sent yeah, in. Yeah, I, I just I, want to I make know, sure. I know, but I don't want that. Got it. Uh, top rope is leading right now. Um, what do you think about Dooley top rope? Johnson Nadmire. No. Okay. Dooley noted. Uh, Dooley noted. I like Dooley noted. Yeah, I okay. do too. That's good. Mm-hmm. Joe Dirt Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. All right. Uh, let's see here. That that was the end of my list. What there. Was that the thing you said to me go hardcore. That's funny. I did not That's say a that. funny name. Who said that? I, I, Didn't you say he was hardcore going out to hurt? Oh, you're talking about he said yeah. that to Brody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's hardcore right there. Huh. Yeah, that, I, I right th- now we've got oh, four circle that y'all like. Uh, it's uh, Right now it's Dooley T. Bass, Briscoe D- Darlin, uh, Double Dooley, and Dooley Noted. So far. See, yeah. I knew a guy named uh, Hardcore Paul. Did you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> I bet he was intense. Dooley. Or the Dooley opposite. noted. You know, a lot, a lot of times you'll make somebody you the opposite of. All right, I like those. Is there, is there anything? Let me look one more time. Is there anything coming in better than that? Yeah, yeah. Every time you hit get mail, you get All about right, 50. What here. about up there in the old chat room? Uh, I'm, I'm looking chat here. We, we like chat. The, Chatty chat. We got Hobie 2.0. That, that's there. Um, no, we're not doing the doodly doo doo thing. That's out. Hey guys, I, I, if we could just minimize doo doo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here, right. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. Every time you bring it up, your brother's one keeps right. doing it. Yeah, right. They they seem to like duly noted on on the. I chat love room I love duly noted. I'm, I'm all I in. And there's That's been there's been others up here. Um, mm. The uh, let's see, duly goose had got got a little run here. Um, no, we're not doing duly nopey. No. Uh, intern get sunday.com No. Oh stop. Uh, all right. So let's see. What about Dear what about duly? the one Brian's got on uh, line five, Rick? What do you think about that? Dulio yeah. instead of Coolio. That's Dulio. Good. That one. I like Dulio. Oh, wow. yeah. I don't like. Uh, I'm looking up. I don't. I see some of my. Oh, somebody trying to do the Arnold from yesterday. Yep. Yeah, we're not gonna do that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dooley. 
Uh, All right, so Dooley T. Bass, Briscoe Darling, Double Dooley, Dooley Noted, and Dooley-O. I like those. (laughs) Those are all good. That's pretty good. All right, so I'm going to clear this then because all these are done. What's Uh, up? All right, so now we're going to vote. So here's what we're voting on. Because I don't see anything else that beats that. Do y'all? No. No. Uh, (laughs) Looking up on the (laughs) chat room. Dooley Crockett. That's funny. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a few more guitar zans than I expected. I thought that's boy, that's an obscure reference mm-hmm. from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, listen. Here's what we're voting on: <clears throat> right. right. Dooley T. Bass, Briscoe Darling, Double Dooley, Dooley Noted, and Dulio. Say it again. Dooley T. Bass. You just mm-hmm. want me to mess up. Briscoe Darling, <laughs> Double Dooley, Dooley Noted, and Dulio. Yeah, and I tell you what, guys, if y'all could give me the names, if y'all could answer them and give me the names out on the side, I don't care where they're from, none of that. Because if not, with the delay and everything, it gets kind of yeah, it gets it, confusing. It's kind so, of so, so, so screen them and give me the name. Duly okay. noted, Rick. Uh, Duly noted. Duly noted. Yeah, I like that. Well, I mean, we can. It's my favorite. Oh, wait, top rope. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I was thinking maybe Rick. I don't know what you think. Golly gee, maybe got a top rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start with Jason. Jason, of the ones we've mentioned, w- which one will you be voting for? Dooley T. Bass. All right, mm. Dooley T. Bass. Does that surprise you a little bit? It does. All right, let's go to David. David, what is your vote, please? Dooley. Well, well, I say <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. That's right. That won't work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, pal. Kay, thank you so much for the, uh, what's going on in your life right now. Kay, uh, what do you? Uh, what, what, what? What's your vote? Well, it may be Governor Kay Ivey. We don't know. Uh, thank Kay- you so much, boys. I would like to say I would say do, duly noted, please. <laughs> that is By the so way, good. that is awesome. That thank is you. Good. That is awesome. And by the way, that's a good one. Yeah. That's very. Oh, good. That's funny. You wish I could get names quick. I'm okay yeah. with the reoccur there for a little while. We don't yeah. overdo it. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind a call. Let's let's day. talk once a week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to the phones we go right now. Uh, the duly noted gets the vote there from Governor Kay Ivey. Well, we uh, knew she listened. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, what are you voting for? Julio. Julio. Uh, this is, could be. This has got. Everybody's got a little momentum. Let's go to Will. Will, what do you think? Julio. All right. And uh, Michael, what do you? Uh, no. Dos Davison. Go ahead. Julio. Julio. Uh, what about Michael? Michael, what do you say? Duly noted. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you very much. Mm-hmm. Melanie, what's your vote? Briscoe Darling. Briscoe Darling. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite TV characters. Uh, let's mm-hmm. go to Derek. Derek, what do you think? Duly T. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what was the episode where some misunderstanding happened and and like uh, Briscoe thought that Andy had declared that he was going to marry the daughter, daughter and, and they started the whole thing, and yes. Andy couldn't get out of it. What? Yes, that's something a good happened. one too. It was something to do with major and Opie's redhead turned it around, changed it. He had to rub Opie's head, or yeah, somehow. he thought that was bad luck. Or Dang, something. I forgot that. Uh, Heath, what you voting for? Dulio. Dulio. Let's go, Samantha. You what you about Opie? That was big, wasn't it? Samantha, what do you think? Dooley T. Bass. Okay, Mike. Mike, what do you think? I want to vote for Briscoe Darling. Okay. All right. Let's go Thank to Jeremy. Pal. Jeremy, what's your vote? Julio. Greg, what's your vote? Duly noted. Mike, what's your vote? <laughs> Mike? Yes. What's your vote, I sir? I want to vote for Dulio. All right. Well, look, well, I think right? I got it. 6-3 six, right six, now. 6-3. Six, three. Three, and the threes are Dooley T. Bass and Dooley Noted. All right. Let's Briscoe go to, has two. Uh, let's go to Randy. Randy, what's your vote? Briscoe, darling. All right, Patrick, what's your vote? Dooley T. Bass. 
All right, so man, I'm there's it all over the road in it. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx this at all. But this is the second time we've used this hour, and it's going to smooth it the uh, two times we used it. I'm just going to say that, Lisa. Lisa, what's your vote? Dulio. All right, where are we, Speedy? Dulio has seven. Uh, Duly noted three. I'm seeing going up. Uh, Briscoe Darling three. Duly T Bass four. And Double Duly nothing. Is this where we all vote and change what everybody else wants? Well, right now, it's seven. Not, it's, 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 it's really that not, happens. It's really not that close. There really, there's really not a tie. It looks well, like we, we, we actually have a winner. Yep. The other day we had one from, from them, and we voted and completely changed what the audience said. Uh, but it was within, within I'm, like, I'm just telling you, it was within like five, and we completely changed it. Uh, saw it on Twitter. Run the and, staff and, and say Done it deliberate. Run yep. the staff. Uh, done it, and well, we're, we're out of time. So we'll come back, and we'll let the staff vote. Uh, and we'll see if it's changed it. And, and, and what is the vote right now? It is seven Dooley, uh, Dooley noted three, Briscoe three, uh, Dooley T Bass four, uh, double Dooley nothing. And what is seven? Because you just said Dooley. Uh, Dulio, I'm sorry. Dulio. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll let the staff vote, see if it changes anything. Uh, our number is 866 We Be Big. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Don't forget, by the way, if you haven't been to the website, shop the Rick and Bubba store. Some great clearance items going on right now. These are some cool items, and they got a reduced price. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yo, what's up? This is Coolio with the flow. He listening to the homeboys, Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. Give me some of the potato chips. 35 minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Johnson Dooley is his name. He's about to get his Rick and Bubba intern name. Uh, and we are down to the vote of the staff. Uh, and Speedy, once again, read the choices for the staffs. Adler, we'll be starting with you. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, in the lead, we've got Dulio at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Dooley Noted has three. Mm-hmm. Briscoe Darlin has three. And Dooley T. Bass has four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Double Dooley has none. All right, let's go to you. Adler, your vote. I just, you know, I like 90s rap. I'm going Dooley Dulio, it is. Uh, we go not. to uh, Helmsy. Dooley Noted. Dooley Noted. Greg? Dooley Doo Doo. No, Greg. <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> well, nobody did that. They usually do it on the phone. Nobody did it. Right. So I had to do it. Uh, I'm going with Dulio. Okay, I don't that think should do it sense. then. Right. That, that already do it. it. The Dulio, it is the numbers uh, so, game at that point. Welcome to the program, Dulio. Appreciate it. Uh, Dulio, new Rick and Bubba intern, and we break him in hardcore. Oh, to the wheel, Dulio. A potential new Rick and Bubba intern trial by fire. And that is as soon as uh, they join the Rick and Bubba University classroom, we run them over to the wonderful Will of Meat. Uh, Dulio will now be spinning on your behalf. Uh, you can call us at 866 We Be Big as the wonderful Will of Meat is illuminated and ready to go. On the wheel, obviously, there's $50 gift cards from harryanddavid.com. Uh, also, 1-800-Flowers.com has bouquets of flowers on the wheel. Moultrie has goodies on the wheel. Grilling season with Memorial Day this weekend. Our Rick and Bubba spatula 
is on the wheel. Rick and Bubba T-shirts are on the wheel. Uh, but not everyone is a winner. We've got a Blaze TV subscription for you on the wheel, a uh, free pound of BuzzBox coffee on the wheel. Uh, but also there are potential pitfalls. You could be eaten by Jaws if you land on <laughs> Pippet. You don't win Jack if you hit can't have nothing. And we all get to be entertained by Henry the Horse, but it's not a winner for the caller. No. So no. those are some of those out there. Uh, does uh, Dulio, you know what to do? Okay, so, so what are you waiting to hear? Uh, spin that wheel. No. Wow, what a wheel. They, wow, what a wheel. Spin not, that wheel. Not spin that wheel. <laughs> Can y'all see what Helms is doing on my computer, by the way? He's what? I, I'm just sitting here. I'm running cover for yeah. the phone. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's get her started. Uh, let's go to uh, beautiful Tupelo, Mississippi, where Travis is standing by. Travis, what do you say to Dulio? Wow, what a wheel. There you go, Dulio. He's trying to find us. He didn't know. He just, yep. He's got yep. to figure out what his style is on the wheel. Uh, we'll see. Well, he spun the lights right off. He does. There it is. Watch out. Boy, I could cut Speedy's head so easy. Oh, I know. Let's see I what know. happens Much here. Much more dangerous than the extension cord. Travis, yes. Oh, look at here. Right on the yeah. gate. Yeah. Yep. Meat, 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 meat. Travis, meat it is. Meat it is. A $50 gift card to HarryandDavid.com. Uh, of course, fine fillets, New York strips, lamb, Five bone pork roast, uh, boy, it's all there. Seafood as well. Uh, all right, let's put you on hold. Get that information and enjoy HarryandDavid.com. All right, we continue. Let's go to Prattville, Alabama. Jason, standing by. Jason, what do you say to old Dulio? Wow, what a wheel! Come on, Dulio. Yeah. Put a little more English a little Put his knees guy. into it. He's worried. Yeah, put his uh, knees into that one. Jason, let's see what happens here for you. Uh, oh boy! Nice spin there, Dulio. Back out off a minute. Okay, let's see. Uh, turn. Jason. Uh, uh, man. Oh, man! Oh, Pip! I'm sorry, Jason. You're, you're, you're leaving. Leave. By the way, did you see the shark story this morning? Long Island. Uh-uh. Yeah. Great what? Did, did it get somebody? Did it get spotted? Just did, but hadn't got anybody, right? Uh, I don't. Oh, I they see all in again. Is we all got. <laughs> we got a ping off the coast. Oh sure, you know we want oh, to. Dulio, you're doing good. We had a kid here today. He's been he's been fired up and planning an opportunity to come up here to Rick and Bubba. He's he's just stoked. He didn't know what to do. It's hey, John man. Paul Hunt. John Paul. John Paul. No, hey, don't be afraid to dream big. You probably never thought you'd get to spin the wheel, but today's the day. Step in. All right, so John, are you ready? Go ahead and take the next spin. Right Y'all gonna take turns. Yeah, y'all gonna take turns. You look fired. All right, John. It, right out of the pick from the golden ticket seats, and you know what, Alice. Out of Birmingham, go call Alice. Alice, what do you say to John Paul? Wow, what a wheel. Spin it for Alice. Oh, my goodness. Mark that off the bucket list, mama. <laughs> all right, here we go. Fun. John Paul. They seemed excited out by Big Boy and all that. You know, they were out there getting a picture made when he got oh, here. Yeah. Paul. Well, who doesn't want their picture made with Big Boy? Brought some again. goodies. There, there they go. Uh, hey, John Paul <laughs> tore it up. Thanks, uh, buddy. Alice, it's a fifty dollar gift card to HarryandDavids.com for you. Do it. Yep. Yeah, after you enjoy it, let us know. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba show. All right, Dulio comes back up to spin again uh, during us. Let's go to Beth uh, in Albany, Georgia. Beth, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. What do you say to old Dulio? Wow, what a wheel. Spin it, Dulio. Really spun it then. Yep. A lot of smooth, a lot of style. 
I like it. The whale is performing well today, other than a few shorted out likes. That's right. And you know, if we would just if we could just leave it plugged <laughs> yeah, if we in. Left it plugged up. You want to have is that really a fire hazard? No. Are we going. I mean, come on. Dick. Uh, let's see what's going. That's on. Greg that said that. that fire Greg. marshal, not <laughs> Bubba. Can't have not even have. I mean, can't have a. Can't have a fire rule. Nothing. Hey, you get you know. I blame Dooley for that. Hey, Dooleyo. Hey, Ted Dooleyo. Next time he's down at the farm, you know, I, I, I can put him on something. <laughs> he wants to kill turkey, and we said, do literally call me. You can't even have nothing. What do you feed them turkey? I, well, you know, they, I, they, they get out there, and they like it. They come over and get some of that. Uh, <laughs> Take them Oh, hey, <laughs> if you want turkeys, you, you just plant that techie money. <laughs> uh, we continue. Connie is out of Athens. Connie, John Paul Hans back to uh, spinning the wheel again. What do you say, Connie? Hey, um, wow, what a wheel. Oh, honey, what was, what was that pause? No, oh, I got hung up. Honey, you what, okay? You didn't call during the uh, Will of Meat segment to comment, did you? <laughs> Connie, are you being mugged? No, it was Tony, not Connie. Oh, okay. oh, oh Tony. Okay. That was, was the pause. That was okay. Well, why do people call you Connie? Something's uh, wrong with the lights. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Tony can't have nothing. Yeah. Well, hey, you can't even get your name right. You can't even get nothing. <laughs> Connie Tony. Let's go to Neil. Neil uh, Dulio's back on the wheel again. Neil, what do you say? Dulio, spin that big old wonderful wheel of meat. Why can't I say that right when he said that? Did you like that little? I know. Right, let's see what happens here. All right. You may have to go to battery backup. Come on, Neil. What do you want, Neil? Let's see. Neil. Neil over shouting the phone there just a touch. <laughs> You've got a, a subscription to Blaze TV. That'll include the everyday archive, commercial free of Rick and Bubba, Glenn Beck, Mark Levin. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Phil Robertson in the woods. All the great programming will now be available via Blaze TV. So we'll put you on hold, and we'll get you in touch with the Blaze, and your subscription can be enjoyed. Thanks a lot for listening to Rick and Bubba. All right, I think we got one more. One, Bubba, give me a number between one and ten. One and ten. What about lucky number seven? Lucky number seven. That will be Heath out of the great state of Alabama. Heath, how are you doing? Good morning, fellas. Right, what do you what do you what do you say to John Paul? Wow, what a wheel! Spin it, Johnny. It's your last run. That's a good spin. Oh, he got it hopping. A very good spin. That's the wheel hopping. Bubba, wheel look at old Trumpy Bear up there. Yeah, he's he's happy. He is. He's rocked back today. He is. He likes it. Let's see what happens here. Uh, this is for Heath, the final spinner of the week. Yeah. <laughs> still spinning. <laughs> it's still going around. Still spinning. Still. Oh, wait. <laughs> Henry, the horse. What in the world? Oh, my God. What in the world? What happened? Oh, here he comes. There he is. Oh, he's got something, Bubba. Oh, Henry's got paperwork. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Henry. How are you today? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Jim Carrey, he got in a lot of trouble for drawing a cartoon of Governor K. Ivey. Yes, he did. Because of the uh, abortion is now illegal in Alabama. That's right. Well... I actually drew a cartoon for Jim, too, depicting something that's illegal in Alabama. Okay, so, what's uh, that? 
Here you go, Jim. Oh, uh, oh, you no. can't show that, Adler. You can't show that. Oh my gosh! What in the world? That's he cannot. Did he show that? I told you we needed Friday off. <laughs> Kids traumatized. Please look at that face, Rick. <laughs> I really thought Henry was going to talk about the racehorse that I did without too. a rider on it. Uh, I tell you what, I Bodie did. Think, I, what I think he was talking about was that. I leaned in, looked at the picture, went, "Hey, uh, hey, that horse had a rider on it." <laughs> <laughs> and it is illegal. Oh my gosh! Congratulations to the winners. Thank you, John Paul, for the spin. Julio, welcome to Rick and Bubba University. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as our number. Thank you for being with us. Hey, identity theft is is a real problem. So, unfortunately, is ransomware, and you can find yourself kind of kind of gripped uh, in anxiety, worrying about your identity. Or, hey, when's my computer? When am I going to get some kind of contact saying my computer has been froze? And if I'll pay a certain ransom, they'll release it. Uh, but um, with LifeLock now teaming up with Norton Security, you're really covered in, in both scenarios and. And it is the best and most comprehensive protection available. We know this firsthand because this is who we use. And and sadly, sometimes even when you have great protection, uh, it's impossible to you know stop all ransomware or to stop all identity theft. Um, but no one is viewing it more comprehensively than these two. But if something does happen, and we've seen this firsthand as well, they do a great job of sticking with you to resolve it. And you're not going to find that with any free credit check or anything like that, I promise you. If you're concerned about it, did you know that nearly 60 million Americans have been affected by identity theft and nearly 14.5 billion were stolen from identity theft victims last year? That's $14.5 billion worth of stuff stolen. Uh, So what you want to do is be protected with LifeLock and Norton Security, and you can do that by going to LifeLock.com just like we do. Uh, You can enter the promo code Bubba, save 10%, or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Get the best protection available on the market today. All right, so we just – I just got to say something, Rick, and we're going into that. Hamzy's been on my computer again in the chat room, (laughs) and so that was not me. And everybody that's been chatting, almost all, oh, almost two thousand so of you. What, um, oh, would you do? I don't wish I could grow my hair back. Uh, Rick is not my daddy. Uh, no, um, he is your daddy. And and the list just goes on and on. Right. So Helmsy's been acting like you in there. He's been acting like oh you yeah in the yeah. He's been sitting at my computer because he flies cover for the uh, uh, for the will of me just to make <laughs> sure we got the information right. And so he sits here and uh, I don't and know then, what you're and acts about. like he's me. Yeah. Well, Oh, um, anyway, I just passwords, passwords are a great thing. Well, yeah. they are. Um, <laughs> well, it was on my. Let's uh, let's let's look at the story that sadly we were reminded of uh, in the in the break. 
Rick, uh, during what the Willamette. in the world was that? Well, it's uh, you know Henry the Horse decided Ooh. that he he's how about, very, uh, how about this? He's upset with Jim Carrey. Boy, yeah, I'll tell you that. I was really anticipating a mm-hmm. comment about the horse that finished mm-hmm. the race without a rider. Yeah, on. I mean, I was I was like, I can't <clears throat> wait to hear what Bodie Henry's Express. I really thought that was what it was going to. How about this? Henry's a better drawer than I thought he was. I mean, and you would think with the hoofs that'd be different. He's actually pretty. He's very very control of that pen. I'll tell you, he's very angry with Jim Carrey. He is, and he's not alone. Even those who normally dominant, might, dominant. Uh, normally might, <laughs> might side with Jim Carrey, uh, they are not siding with him on this because I will say this about Jim Carrey, uh, and this is not a compliment, but at least it's a truth. Jim Carrey seems to be a person, based on his painting uh, involving uh, the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, that he is acknowledging exactly what happens to the unborn. And I'll just leave it at that mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. he's depicting uh, our, our governor who just signed uh, the uh, the abortion bill in Alabama that has become so controversial. But it is going to force us as a country, I hope, to have a conversation we do need to have regardless of political or worldview uh, affiliation you may have. And here's what he says. I think if you're going to terminate a pregnancy, it should be done sometime before the fetus becomes governor of Alabama. God. And he has a, a picture of our, our governor, and I, I don't want to be graphic, but the, the procedure that takes place with an unborn child and is doing that on her, God. like she's being destroyed before she was ever born. So uh, Jim Carrey is getting backlash, uh, and you guys were saying even from people who may be pro-choice, they think his uh, mm-hmm. his behavior is not helping. His behavior is not the kind of conversation we want to have. Uh, Ted Cruz has blasted Jim Carrey. Now, that one's not surprising because uh, Ted Cruz is pro-life. Uh, he said this is not okay to do this. Uh, this looks vicious and angry, and it looks like you're just consumed by hate. Uh, and uh, said, you know, and, and Rick, I mean, he makes a good point here. He said it's not okay, uh, he wrote. He said vicious, angry, and consumed by hate. Instead of insults and dehumanizing rage, we should return to civility. He said, I disagree with Kerry's politics, but believe we should respect his humanity. Nonetheless, I wish he could reciprocate. Hashtag love is stronger than hate. Well, again, and somebody, I didn't see it. People are saying Saturday Night Live, you know, where they normally can be funny, even be funny mm-hmm. about things that I may disagree with them on. But they said this thing they tried to do with it Saturday night just turned into, once again, just just some kind of hate hate driven yeah. rant um and, and again not being accurate you know once again they can, can i tell the the hollywood left one thing in the state of alabama and in this country there are women who do not believe that what we do to children who someone doesn't want uh is right not not just men uh it, it, women as well and as a matter of fact this particular bill was carried by a woman and signed by a woman in Alabama. And there's more than just 25 senators that have to vote for it to become a law. Yeah. I mean, you had to have the House. Uh, Which has uh, men and women. Yeah, so it's... And, and, and so, so anyway, just, but... Just be factual. Just to that, be factual. The thing about 25 men really has is, is not valid. So throw that out and go to something else. And again, the conversation that we're going to have is an important one. And, and the way... And what you see here is what Cruz is pointing out about Jim Carrey is that you have a part of... You have a... Uh, there's a, a sample of our society that that looks at this particular view, and if you don't agree with them, what you don't understand is there's no discussion with them about where life begins, what should we do as a humane group of human beings concerning this topic. 
they just hate you because you don't agree with them, and that means that they certainly think that they're just smarter than you are, and you're ignorant, and 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 your opinion uh, is not as well thought out as theirs. Now, if you look at DNA and science, uh, there's a lot of things that they think is okay. And even if you say to them your opinion is wrong on gender, your opinion is wrong on where life begins, and you don't include one scripture, you just simply show them that in science, the very same people that say science is telling you the world's going to end and we better stop carbon emissions, they'll take that same science that tells them genders are different and where where life begins, and they'll say that science is stupid. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line mm-hmm. is this. You, you can't make your case with them scientifically, and you certainly can't make it spiritually, but at the core of it all, they just hate those who don't believe what they believe. It's what Bubba said on the show, and he's right. They think that the world should be able to, people in the world should be able to do whatever they want to do, anytime they want to do it, except disagree with them. That's, 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 that's the that, only that's rule the, you cannot cross. That's the one forbidden freedom. Yep. And they're really not, that, they're not they do not believe, they're not advocates for freedom at all because anybody who believes in a giant central government and believes in socialism and communism, these, these are not people that believe in free expression, free thought, free thought, maximizing your personal freedom. All those things are in conflict with just about everything that you claim to believe, including this. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show has begun. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all of Team Rick and Bubba ready to roll today. Interns helping out today, Jimmy, is it Neutron? I can't get this guy's name right. It's a Jimmy 92-tron. That's right. Jimmy 92-tron. I knew when we named him that was going to be a hard one. Uh, Jimmy 92-tron, Diesel Dixon, and Dulio, uh, all in Rick and Bubba University earning their degree in common sense. Welcome back for another hour. Here we are, Rick, and there's Bubba. Hey, glad to be here, Rick. Hey, buddy. All right, so um, as we start the hour, do you want to take this call? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and take that. So this is something we were talking earlier, you know, Jim Carrey's acting like. Jim Carrey, if you've watched the last documentary, let me, I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you this, Jim Carrey's mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he has left the planet. And and he was funny in a Mm -hmm. real goofy way, Mm -hmm. but funny, and I I mean, he is really, seems like he snapped or something. He's wicked, he's evil, he's hateful. And he wants to deny the same opportunities that he was afforded to everybody else. Right. So that you know, that's the problem with uh, extremely wealthy celebrity socialists is they don't want the system that they get made their living right. under to yeah. be available to everybody. To be available right. to everybody. That evil system. But uh, but anyway, so mm-hmm. um, this has spawned some discussion of Kay Ivey, the governor of Alabama. Of course, she's also in the headlines because of signing uh, the bill that uh, eventually we hope gets before the Supreme Court, and we have the discussion on personhood and uh, and, re- and address Roe v. Wade, well, you know, celebrities are ripping on her, and he made some vicious cartoon and all this crazy stuff. Well, this caller undoubtedly either worked with the Ivy administration or has worked with her in her office and, and says some interesting things. Well, he's anonymous. Right? He's anonymous. So, hello, anonymous. How are you doing, buddy? What's going on, guys? You. You're hmm. on. Listen. 
uh, two points. In Huntsville, last Sunday, they had a My Body, My Choice rally. They expected about 4,000 people. It was more like 400, mm-hmm. and that's counting the dogs they were walking. Sure. Ah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's – and I I don't work for Kay Ivey, but I work with her because – I'm pro-life, extremely pro-life. If you can't defend sanctity of life, what can you defend? You know, but uh, I've walked in her office many times and heard Rick and Bubba on the radio. That's that's not surprising. She, re- she really does listen to y'all. She really does. Well, I mean, let's face it. If <laughs> you're, you're, it's yeah. comfortable. Y'all, y'all comfortable. Y'all, y'all make us laugh. Y'all make us comfortable. Yeah. You make us think. You make us... Yeah, yeah, she really is a fan. Okay, well, that's I, I hope so, and that and that's a, an honor for us to if uh, if she's listening. And really, when you think about her, what she just signed and the way it was laid out and the things that were coming up, I mean, you know, it probably feels good to hear the thing being discussed. You know, of all the people before, when you got something that important coming to your desk. Yep. Yep. And I and I will give her credit. She had six days to ponder, it and she didn't. She didn't wait a, a whole day. Yeah. Well, I, it was. I think that was already decided in advance. Yeah, it so, was just procedure. So we'll see uh, where it ends up. And uh, the the thing that we keep saying on the show, this discussion certainly is the one we need to have, but all the information needs to be accurate. And it bothers me when I see people discussing it and they don't fully understand it. And it, and we've talked about it several times. We put it out on social media seven t- several times. Be sure you're informed on what's going on here. Then you can decide where you stand on it. Yeah, it ain't about chants and slogans, and no one has uh, has gone into this with a hidden agenda. No. Uh, we've been very, very clear from day one what this was about. So, Bubba, we've talked a lot about Airbnbs on the program. Rick, good night. You talking about spending the wheel of meat? Yeah, I, I mean, I just, you just don't know what you're going to get at an Airbnb. Yeah, and people have asked, you asked, and people have asked, I don't know what Helmsy <laughs> pulled this past weekend. I don't even know what you call that. Yeah, but that, I, that I ain't either. even Airbnb. I don't, no, know, that's, I don't know what that's that was. That's like some weird game. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, why don't you come Guys, with me? The cannons were great. Right. They've even said that we can come back. Sure. Right. Mommy, who's this man? By the way, our, our next, because we ended up winning this one, we got to go to Mobile. And we're actually our, me and three guys are staying in an Airbnb. We've you might already want, booked it. You might want to hear this story. Well, you might as well. Well, so. Rick, you know we couldn't you, find a family we, to host. Yeah, so. I was going to say y'all couldn't barge in on somebody <laughs> when, down there. When you, we know they have hotels there. Right. Uh, I've paid one of them several times. Sure. In Mobile. Did you hide it? Did you, uh, you, you get that, that result? Yeah. No, no, no. Are you serious? No, it's just a gift at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rick, you know when you go to Florida, you expect uh, you can run into an alligator. It's very well documented. Yeah. A lot of times you see them in storm sewers, uh, oh, yeah. end of runways, or even the local golf course. But in this case. Dave Jacobs and his family had rented uh, an Airbnb in town for a wedding, and they spotted an alligator in their pool. Now, Rick, it was riding an alligator-shaped pool float. Yeah, it is. No way. (laughs) It is. Do we have a Is it mating season? How about mm-hmm. that? That's goodness gracious. That's got to be Must sad. be mating season. Yeah. Look, I thought you were giving me more that. Oh, that. Look at that. Goodness gracious. Well, the reason well, why I didn't is if, if, yeah. it, if, it, if it is, this one's not going to accomplish much. No, right. that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, He's just getting started. You know. That's <laughs> 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 something else. You know, <laughs> I couldn't I, any better than that. <laughs> given the way the morning's gone, I thought we'd just let that go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. That's awesome. But, Rick, what do you know? And they said their dog was running around the pool barking at it. But, guys, but how in the world does an alligator get? I mean, 
pool floats are kind of hard to get on. Oh anyway. yeah, you know, you usually struggle He's very to get agile, on. Them. Gator. How in the world did he get on that? Oh, he, he kind of bit and he slid. Rick, how did he get up there? No, I just it was just show us again. How you show us again? Well, now you, you get one leg up and then you bite, slide. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you'd bite that floated poppy. Well, no, you just barely. You're Nudge gentle. It. You're gentle. They've got very gentle mouths. So I, somebody had to walk in the house and <laughs> well, go, y'all going to believe what's out here. No, I got no. an alligator riding an alligator float. Well, the funny now, thing Now, what do is, you do with that? How do you get rid of that? Well, you I call, just let him You call ride. somebody. You call somebody. Yeah. I don't just let him stay in the backyard where my big. dog is. He well, it's an Airbnb. Big. You don't care about it. Uh-huh. He ain't very big. It's, well, what's happened? Picture those giant alligator floats. It looks like you can get two people on. And an alligator got into a pool and got up on top of that alligator, and the, and the and the float's much bigger than the actual alligator, and uh, but I think it's possible that he got up on it just because they they do that 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 swim they do. Mm-hmm. And I think he could get enough momentum. He yeah. just go up on. Oh, he probably just pinned too, yeah. it against the side of the yeah. pool and jumped up mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And then it floated back out into the middle. But it does look funny to see an alligator on an alligator float. But do we agree, if you book an Airbnb and you're all excited about the pool, hey, we got one with a pool, Mm. what you don't want is for you to go out to get on the alligator float and the live alligator's already on it. Look how he's got his mouth open. You don't want that. No. No. He probably thought it was his mother. He's sitting there sunning, Bubba. You know it? Mm -hmm. He's enjoying it. He might have thought it was Big Mama. I saw some video earlier about animals and pools. I got eyes. And it was South Africa or somewhere, and there was these people that had a pool off the back. And mm. there are these baboons out there and they're doing cannonballs in the pool. No, they are not. <laughs> yeah. they are not. What? Yeah. They're, they're booming. They'll get out and they're having a ball. <laughs> they're doing cannonballs in. <laughs> I want to see that. Can you send that to me? Please. I don't know where it is. Yeah. Do I just Google what baboons about the t- in a pool? My, my favorite yeah, I was Daily Mail. Do you remember that, that video that we saw a while ago of everybody was all ta- excited about their dog had to go bark at alligators? Oh, yeah, I remember. And that one said, grabbed he right, it and he was gone. Hey, he was gone in two seconds. He was it bragging he, about how he always runs the alligators off? Yeah. And I'll send that one. It snap. He didn't, run that one. he didn't run that one off. No. One said enough. That, that made me feel Oh, bad. I got it, Greg. Did it got it? That was disturbing. You know it? So you picked the, you just picked the alligator. Just I mean, he, it, oh, it, I ain't on the, it ain't on the alligator. That ain't the point. I still felt bad for him. You, how about don't run your dogs with alligators? Well, I didn't say that, but well, still it was bad. Rick, though, <laughs> really, I mean, <clears throat> why do we have to live with the threat of alligators around? I mean, That's come it. on. There they are, Rick. There okay, are. Yeah, so there we go. Y'all, it's one of those kind of poos where you can like see <laughs> I mean, out there. Somebody's got <laughs> it's on top of a hill somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and so they they look out there and, and the baboons are playing in the pool. Look at the one that's just kind of they start diving off in there. Yeah, is he dog paddling? Yeah, it might be a different bit. No, <laughs> no, there he goes. There he goes. Here comes the other one. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, they're having a blast, man. How about when you look? I've never they're, seen. They're that. just jumping in and loving every minute. Uh oh, one went over the edge. Oh, he went yeah. the other way. Oh, they got game. Going. I hope that ain't a cliff over there. He's oh, here comes going. another one. Look behind him. Oh, look in the back. What's that? There, you see him? There was more coming back there. Here they come. Way. Words out. <laughs> Yeah, this it's, is funny. How about when you're a baboon? I guess you can just drink chlorine water. Nobody cares. Yeah, man, he can drink whatever <laughs> you want He's to. laying on the edge over there. Well, great thing about it. It's a really cool setup for it. It is. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. I, I love. I love the run and jump. That's my favorite. We kind of did like a can opener into it. Yeah, pretty good splash. Fifteen minutes past eight six six. We be bigs our number for first phone troll of the day coming up. All ten lines are available. Uh, we got Jimmy 92 Tron ready to go. Diesel Dixon in there on the phones as well. 866 We Be Big if you want to call in and you can bring up any topic, ask any question you want to right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes.
minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. As uh, we keep it moving, here we go. A long distance, directory assistance, every quote, 212. 30 seconds of pop, the largest number of people, the shortest amount of time. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close, and we're able to move to the next caller. Lines are available. You can get in right now. We'll start with Jesse in Huntsville listening to 100.3 The River. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, I wanted to tell Bubba I had a similar story to the, uh, his Canon experience. Me and a friend of mine looked a, a lot alike. And we worked at Domino's, so I was his manager. His girlfriend came in one night and slapped me on the butt. Oh. And then he walked in the door right behind her. Uh, yeah, that, that was actually Helmsy that, that had the cannon story, not Bubba. Uh, but, uh, but you had the same thing happen, but you took it to the buttocks, not the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank goodness I was sitting down. Yeah, when you yep. said that, yeah. when you said yeah. that that guy's wife came in, yeah, I really thought that's what you were going to say. Uh, yeah, okay. I didn't know what you were going to yeah. say. And, yeah. and once again, we, there's a lot of confusion. On, Happened on, again yeah. on, on who? Yes. Happened who, again. Yeah, yeah it's uh, you know, that was actually Helmsy. I, I, am I not doing a good job of pointing out who everybody is? I mean, I, I don't know what it, it's hard to get. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Uh, it's, it, like I say, I think if you mention one, you mention all. Uh, let's go to Donna. Gulf Shores, listen to Sunny 105. Donna, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning. Hey. Uh, uh, regarding alligators and foolish people, the road that goes through the state park, uh, if anybody's been down there, they know about it. There's a little place where people fish. There's alligators, hmm. and people were out there. I saw one last night. You and did. there's a dog park, right? And people throw hmm. stuff out in the water for the dogs to go get it. I need to That's address that all- dog park. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the, they've already lost two dogs out there. Well, well I, I bet they have. Give me that address, and I mean now. <laughs> yeah. Here's she makes a great point. Let, that let me let dog owners know something. Yeah. Bodies of water with alligators and dog parks and throwing things in the water for the dogs to swim to get not good. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad. 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 I, I feel like there's some signage that we don't have up out there. <laughs> right. 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 We've let this alligator thing get out of control. I mean, used to it was they were very rare. I mean, it, and now we've protected them and they're just overpopulated everywhere. Yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you I I watched We've had know, them up I mean, they're guys, up they're 50 far 60 miles from here. Oh, they're closer than that. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen. We had one go across the road. Remember at the uh, amphitheater mm-hmm. down here. Didn't know that out of that ditch. Mm-hmm. Wow. Swamp people are doing their part. I watch. I watch that yeah. still a lot. They, they really kill a they lot of alligators. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of them. So I think. That well, you can't even hang your foot in the water without. I mean, hey, up there to you, you can't yeah. even. You can't even take your little doggy down there to the dog park. No. Nope. Uh, but you know, But I tell you one thing: if you have a dog you're trying to get rid of, it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wrote that address down. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, Larry Huntsville, 100.3, the River. Larry, go ahead. Larry. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, hey, I, I, I sent an email out to my grandson the other day, and the software package kind of bumped it up. But I got a, here's an update. I sent an email out to my second grandson yesterday. And I said, congratulations on swinging a hot bat. And it came out, congratulations on swimming in a hot bath. Oh. <laughs> That's a true story. Well, 
Larry. It's funny, Larry. Having a hard time. Yeah, now it's, it's a running joke now, Larry. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 <laughs> Larry, thanks for calling. <laughs> that was not near as bad as when he called him an idiot. No, no, but he, that did happen. Well, uh, there's a lot to be said for a hot, hot bath. Yeah, there yeah. is. We continue. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, congratulations for having one. Uh, yeah. Chris in Pensacola. Chris, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? What's up, Biggins? You. Buddy. Well, I noticed you guys were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger yesterday, and I thought of an amazing Arnold quote for you guys, and you guys may be able to do it. Uh, the movie Predator, when he says, Get to the chopper! No! <laughs> Go to the chopper! No! No! Get to the chopper! Get down! Get down to the chopper! <laughs> that is good. I cannot hear that enough. Sandy, uh, out of Mississippi. Sandy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Make this quick. We just moved to Bay St. Louis. Um, shortly after we moved, we realized we have an alligator across the canal from Uh-oh. us. Mm-hmm. We named him Donald. <laughs> we had some ducks come up. Of course, we named them Susie and Drake. But we then realized they show up for free food every day at 5 o'clock when we feed the fish. Yep. So my husband changed their names to Chuck and Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, going for the freebie. Uh, in Mississippi, can't see the name. I'm uh, wanting to ask about something about candy bars, another big topic on the program. If we ever have snakes attack candy bars, we oh, got quite a day. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, all right, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, quick. Uh, got two things I want to say. The first one, you were talking about candy bars the other day. What I like is the Snickers ice cream bar. Now, would that go under the category ice cream yes. or candy bar? No, is it, it in a freezer? Bar. It'd be ice cream. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the second question, the second question real quick, is uh, my nephew was asking me about the Bible and uh, why why the uh, dinosaurs weren't in the Bible. And uh, I've never really thought about it. Well, they, they, there's a lot of people. They actually are. They, they actually yeah. are. If you look in the book of Job, oh, I can't remember what chapter. Chapter 40. Is it, you are, we, we've learned it over the years, haven't we? But if you look in chapter 40 of, uh, of Job, or somewhere in there, yeah. when God is giving his resume to Job of the things that he can do that Job can't, uh, he mentions the behemoth. Uh, and anybody that thinks he's not describing a dinosaur, I don't know what in the world you think he's describing. And the Leviathan also yeah. uh, is quite... Quite sea a, monster, quite, yeah. quite a creation that he's discussing. So, uh, those are references uh, in the Bible. So, if you want to go find those, and um, again, I can't remember the chapter off the top of my head, but I think Bubba, we're it, close. It's right around thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty. Um, and Rick, remember, start too, reading the, where it says, "And the Lord answered." <laughs> <laughs> he's got several of those. Yeah. Uh, the word dinosaur did not even appear in the English uh, vocab until the nineteen hundreds. So. That's a fairly new word mm-hmm. to describe these ancient reptiles. Right. Yeah, that, that would not be something. You wouldn't see the word dinosaur uh, no. because it's, it's, it's new. It hadn't been invented yet. Right. And, uh, and, but and, when they're talking about the tail of the behemoth, it clearly would be describing a brontosaurus, not an elephant or something like that because of the big tail. Yeah, the dumbest commentary I ever saw, which you always got to be careful with commentary, is that they were saying that he was describing uh, either a hippopotamus yeah. or an elephant. And they like, have tiny little tails, so no. it doesn't match. There's no tail there like an oak tree, I'll and, tell you that. And you, you have to look, too, at the timing of it. The book of Job actually took place. They, If you, if you look at the other things around it, they place it mid-Genesis for yeah. his timetable. Yeah, it's it's either some say it's the oldest book. Others say it's, it's as old as Genesis, one right. or the other. 
So it, it's it a, is Job 40. Yeah, 40, 15 through 25. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, nah. We were sitting there looking at the same thing, weren't we? Yeah, I'm interested in this. Yeah, 15 through 24, Job 40, 15 through 24. Yeah, there you and, go. And I really think all of that goes very hand in hand with science and the flood and the the way the environment changed after the flood. It, it all really goes hand in hand and all that. Bottom of the hour, more of the Rick and Bubba show continuing. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as we make our way back. The old Casper mattress. Uh, how about right now through May the twenty-eighth? If you've been delaying on trying the the most comfortable mattress that you've ever slept on, if you if you've been putting that off. Uh, then you're you're missing an opportunity right now. You can actually go to Casper.com, have the wonderful Casper mattress sent directly to your home with no obligation to buy it. It'll arrive on your porch. You can put it in whatever room you want to try it out on, and you can sleep on it for up to 100 nights and then decide whether you want it or not. Can you imagine getting to test drive an automobile for 100 days to see if you really liked it? Uh, the Casper mattress combines four layers of pressure-relieving foams for all-night comfort, softer under the shoulders, as it should be, firmer under the hips for healthy alignment and extra support, plus the breathable foams are designed to keep you cool all night, all summer long, and you always sleep better. We're about to talk about a sleep study. You always sleep better when you're sleeping in a cooler environment. We'll get you 10% off. By going to Casper.com right now, this is good through next Tuesday. There's a link at rickandbubba.com also under the sponsors. So if you're ever going to try Casper mattress, now's the time to do it. All right, so speaking of sleep, Bubba, we talked about this study. It says that poor sleep makes people feel lonely. It makes them antisocial. And they said then the effect then becomes contagious. Well, I don't know about the contagious ah, part. Seems a little. But uh, mm. is anybody shocked by this? You know, I told you I'd seen several studies the last week or two, and uh, one was for, uh, you know, like uh, Alzheimer's, and one was for uh, heart health and all that. And and all of them say the same thing, Rick. Get this: eat right, exercise, get plenty of rest. Your chances are better. Wait a minute. Shocking. Are you, wait a minute. That is no. shocking breakthrough. You, Stop the printing press. Are you telling me that if I will exercise, get the proper rest, eat the proper foods, I'll actually do better? I think that's probably the best version of you if you do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Who, doggone, who came up with that? Yeah, I know. That's crazy, isn't it? Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> huh? It's a breakthrough, Rick. You mean to tell me if I eat other major food groups in moderation... And exercise and get eight hours sleep. I'll do better. <laughs> no, we'd get it. Who came up with that? That must be some research. I, I, I tell you, the, the, you know what I think. The people doing research right now, they just—I just don't think they got anything new to look at. Yeah, they always go the same thing. You know, we got no several, matter what it we is, got several more things. Sleep. We got several things we really need to work on. Cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, let's mm-hmm. look at that. Uh, a common cold. Maybe if you if you don't want to go that deep, common cold. We could work on that. Is this telling me if I didn't sleep much last night, I might be ill and don't want to be around people? <laughs> I think that's what they're saying. Okay. Oh my goodness! Well, hot a money. <laughs> what a breakthrough! <laughs> 
I like the way your eyes curl. I know, right? yeah. It looks like they could I like out. Sli- I like it slouchy. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a developing character. Right? Yeah. Let me let me know what works and what doesn't work. <laughs> when the eye crosses, I like it. That's good. <laughs> uh, you'll sweat doing him. <laughs> uh, a little more than you hey, thought. A little work. Uh-huh. Little work. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about y'all, but I, I usually a little more joyful when I get to sleep, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but the contagious part, I'm not sure about. Yeah, what what are they being contagious? Well, I, th- I think if somebody is acting one way and you're around those people, then you're gonna. Oh, I it's see. Kind of like hitting's contagious. If you get somebody in the lineup that gets a hit, the next guy's gonna get a hit, and the next guy's gonna oh, hit. Well, see, if I if I yeah. come in doing this and this is my every day, I'm gonna wear off on people. Yeah, I guess you're right because I'm really saying the same thing. Because when I get around people like that, I leave them. I, I avoid, Absolutely. I, you know why I avoid them? I don't want to be around. Them. So right. I never get. I never right. catch it. Right. Ham, hey, um, you brought. I get up away something. from people that are undesirable, like I do sickness. Yes. Ham, yes. hey, um, you brought up something that does need to be studied, and that is momentum. Yeah. Momentum. Oh, you see it in sports. It's but real. It, but it happens it's in it, it jobs. It happens Absolutely in business. It, it happens in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's just it's just strange and. You know how these teams kind of get the mentality that they're going to win no matter what? Yeah. Kind of like the, mm-hmm. let's say the Golden State Warriors. Doesn't matter how far they're down, they know they're going to drain some threes and catch up at microwave pace. Right. Yeah. And, and they're going to win somehow. Yeah. By well, the way, headed to the fifth straight finals, which only one other team has done that, yeah. the Celtics, back in their heyday. Well, yeah, I saw where they said this coach, too, that he is, uh, is he the first? Or if not, there hasn't been one that his first five seasons as a coach he went he's he's gone this deep. Hmm. Who Kerr? Kerr, I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, even know how long he's been there. Well, the the other thing been I was there for all five of those, but yeah. I don't know how far before that. Well, I was I was uh I was t- thinking about this too when you were talking about the momentum thing because it, it is true and I and I've seen this as a player, I've seen it coaching or whatever. If you if you're dealing with a program or a team that has a history of losing. When they get into a game, even if they're ahead, they're constantly thinking of how we're going to lose. It. Yeah, yeah. If I guess oh, yeah. it's almost like they expect something bad to happen. If you're in a program or a team that's winning and has a tradition of winning, when they're down, all they think about is, "I wonder how we're going to win this," but we will somehow. Yeah, yeah. And you know that was the what um, uh, Vince Lombardi said to this point: winning is contagious, but unfortunately, so is losing. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. all all these good and bad is contagious. And um, so you get you you want to you probably want to place yourself around and in environments that would produce the contagious of good yeah. things. Got some good attitudes. Be, be conti- yeah, yeah. You, you know we do. We always talk about peer pressure too being a negative thing, but there's situations where it's positive. Yeah. I mean, I think here it's pretty positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we we I beat mean, each other up pretty bad when we get off the path. <laughs> Your son described it kind of yeah. kind of harsh, but, but he <laughs> right really brought it in. But he I think right. he referred to it as cutting your soul out. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, accountability here is extremely high. It is. I mean, we'll say things to each other that you know they're they're hurtful, but they're helpful. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll go out to society and repeat that, and people that's don't when know it gets bad. Yeah, yeah, you forget. You remember know. the first the first that's time you, you remember the first time you treated somebody that didn't know you the way we treat each other? It's always very uncomfortable. But yeah. we laugh a lot, we smile a lot, we have yeah. a good time, and we take that out as well. We do. Yeah, we are gregarious. We are <laughs> very loud. Yeah, mm, loud people. Yep. It's all right. Well, there's a time, though, I think you can have, you know, we refer to it as a man-to-man conversation, mm-hmm. but a direct conversation about a topic. Sometimes it may be contractors, maybe you're trying to do a deal, whatever. You can have a difference of opinion and still respect everybody, mm-hmm. but you don't have to, you know, go in there and, and just keep beating around the bush. Oh, and being, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. You can be direct. You can even be ill about something and, and, and state it yep. and, and move on. 
Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I think it's healthy to know where what's good. What, what, what's everybody? What, where's everybody stand on this? Yeah, and then yeah. we can then right. we can work it out. Yeah. Um, we I feel like we're meeting on the air. We are. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I like yeah. It's team building. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird too how they uh, examine um, these the study uh, of 18 healthy young adults after a sleepless night. And how they felt, and, and and the scanning of their brain, um, and the reason why they, they say they're antisocial is that they they said when they didn't get any sleep and they were tired, if they were put in a social environment, they they tried to avoid talking to anybody. Yeah. So that was their way. Well, you there. know why? Because that takes energy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're thinking about grabbing a nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a breakthrough! <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Mama, did you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get stuck that way. <laughs> they really are. Did you hear it, Greg? <laughs> if you're tired, you don't want to go to no damn body. <laughs> wow! What a breakthrough! I reckon how many million they spent on that study. <laughs> Rick, I think when you hang your mouth open, too, that's good. <laughs> <isn't> it? <Yeah. laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> hey, hey, keep it coming! What now? Confused American may be my favorite character of all time. Oh yeah! Oh my (laughs) goodness! That's just good stuff. Even even in a Rick and Bubba staff shirt, he's still a fan. Somebody told me if I'm nauseous, I don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Who came up with this stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody grab my inhaler. This is more for the confused American. Another portion of the study involved an online survey of more than a thousand people who watched videos of the sleep-deprived participants. Imagine that. The, the respondents were asked to rate to how lonely they believed the participants lonely. were and whether or not they'd want to socialize with them. What? Results showed that the sleepless participants were constantly viewed as being lonelier, and the respondents were not interested in spending any time with them. <laughs> you mean if I'm sitting in my bedroom by myself staring at the ceiling, I'm lonely? <laughs> Whoa! Holy moly! <laughs> These people are geniuses! <laughs> you wonder you're going to fall out. I think. <laughs> That's what you're going to stroke to in that character. It is. Lonely! Swapping fingers is killed. <laughs> but guys, they put this out today like, hey, oh. big story. Oh, yeah. Hey, we big. got it, Rick. We solved it. <laughs> oh, uh. my goodness. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Hey, oh. you got lightheaded, did you? Oh. <laughs> I saw it. The storm. Do you like the adding of the cross stones? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it for you because they're going to nice Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another All right, we got nine minutes now to the top of the hour. Phone calls coming in. If you want to talk to us, Jimmy, 92-tron, taking your calls right now. If we got any final calls, we'll go there. I got a ticket. Come on. I got a ticket. Golden ticket seats today. Graduating high school, Sarah Langs. Where's Sarah? Hey, I'm graduating. 
I'm graduating. I'm going out there in the real world. So she's graduating. Nick Gill here today. Nick, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Nick? Tim and Leanne Jones are here today. The Jones family. Cindy and Tony Ellison here today. Uh, Joseph Hahn spun the wheel of meat today. John Paul, what's up, baby? Michael Rumor here today. Uh, and then uh, we got uh, John Paul, as I said, Hahn as well. And so John Paul spun the wheel of meat. Joseph did not. Uh, and he'll rub that. Rub his nose in that the rest of the day. Charlotte Rumor also here. Hey, Charlotte. Uh, and uh, it's her uncle Charles Rumor's birthday today, and he's listening. So happy birthday, Charles. Charles, there was all the golden ticket seats. They get a pound of BuzzBox coffee today. They also pick on take home a Rick and Bubba double CD. Uh, so we, uh, we have that out there. Now, Speedy also told us as we're getting ready to wrap up uh, this hour uh, that a new survey has shown that four in ten Americans – Four in ten mm-hmm. uh, believe that we should move to a socialistic government, and they're socialist. Yep. Wow. Now I will say this: don't mm-hmm. don't be overly alarmed. Now that's bad, but I would I would. They don't they don't know what they don't know what they're talking. I don't wager no. so, but if I did wager, I would have zero reservation. If you talk to these people, they have no idea what socialism really is. Yeah. No. They've never lived under it. They've never experienced it. They don't know their history. They, they don't know history, and it looks like it's something sharp to say from a long way off that you're never going to be affected about. Yeah. Like I say, Jim Carrey, it's very convenient. But I hate to go back to Jim again. For him to be a socialist now. Yeah. When, since, well, he he's does, since he, doesn't, it, since he does, doesn't really have to be one. <laughs> yeah, he hadn't given his fortune away yet, Rick. We're all waiting on that. I think what Big, Big Jim hadn't thought about, nor the four in ten Americans, is I, I, guys. I don't know how you, how to tell you this, but I mean, socialism—it's just nothing but a giant central government that overtaxes everybody in route to everybody sharing an equal mediocrity. Well, Rick, let's look at the at the history of the world. What socialism has accomplished in science and medicine and moving things forward? It's a pretty short list. Yes, it is. Yes, Longevity never makes it very long. No. What Venezuela? What two or three years mm-hmm. before it all went up? It's just it just doesn't work. But it's an easy sell to the uninformed masses. And then you can look at some that have produced things before they were socialist. Yeah, but since they've yeah. been socialist, they haven't done anything. Right. You Isn't know why crazy? you don't produce a whole lot? Like I, I like I heard somebody talk, talking about this the other day, and this is the thing that I I think is most most misunderstood by those who love socialistic med- medical care. They think they do, as long as they don't have it. And really, socialized medicine is great unless you ever get sick. Yeah. Uh, and so here, here's here's good. and here's what everybody doesn't understand about capitalism. And we talked about it before, but since there's four and ten right now, maybe it's time again. Yep. Let's take the beloved socialist, his, his the, the one that he or she just loves, and that's government-run healthcare. Mm-hmm. But why can't there be healthcare for everybody? Why? Now, now, why, Rick? Why? Now, now let me let me tell you this: only our country uh, in its current state. Would admit, okay, when we start trying to do Obamacare, and I think about how how, what, how lunacy this is. We admitted that at one time, nine out of ten people in our country had health care. Yeah, nine out of ten. So instead of going behind closed doors and hashing out what do we do about the one who doesn't, right? We're just going to do away with the nine to, who do. We're, we're going to take <clears throat> theirs away. Uh, and then ha- and then start over as opposed to saying, all right, there's a small number of people in this country that don't have health care. What could we do about that? Have you seen the recent studies? More people 
are lacking health care oh, yeah. now than they did before mm-hmm. so-called the Obamacare. Well, see, that's the result of a dumb idea. Right. Because if you look over and say, we're almost there, let's work on how we can get there, not say, now the ones that are already covered, let's, let's, let's turn them upside down and, and rip it all away from them and start all over. No one in their right mind would think that was a good idea but a government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then here's the other problem. To Bubba's point. We are it right now. We're the sole bastion of research and development on new drugs. You know why? If you discover a new drug, and by the way, you don't try to discover it for free. You're investing millions of dollars to try to discover the next drug that will solve blank or the next procedure that will solve blank. Well, under socialized medicine, you know, we say, hey, y'all keep that up, but there's no profit ever going to be in that ever. I mean, what? Spend all that money trying to figure it out, and there'll be no return on it. You just have to lose that money. Well, gosh. Um, Rick, won't people oh, no. just... Oh, Here we no. go. Not again. <laughs> I feel the lava boiling. <laughs> oh, no. I'll stay in commentator mode. Okay. For right now. Right. Thank you. So, so, believe it or not, I, I, hate to, I hate to be the person to drop this bomb on everybody, but when there's no profit to be made and researching the next procedure or developing the next drug, I, I hate to be... You know, the adult that showed up at the playground and had to give everybody some bad news on the Easter Bunny, um, that's not going to happen. And so, and, and Rick, how do you know that? Uh, look at the socialistic countries right now. When's the last time they gave you a drug? And, uh, Rick, who, uh, I mean, who gets you, sick? You, you know why they don't? There's no profit in it. Rick, who gets mm-hmm. sick and goes, wow, I want to go to Cuba for treatment? I mean, mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, 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 back, no. back to this, uh, this Gallup poll. Four in ten Americans, as you said, embrace socialism. Or forty-three percent is what what it says mm-hmm. that they think socialism is a good thing, while fifty-one percent say it's a bad thing. That that shows, and they they made reference to this about how important this next election is. You see how that's pretty close right there, where you got mm-hmm. the the Bernies and and the far left think that socialism is great, compared to a nineteen forty-two Gallup poll that said forty percent of Americans describe socialism as a bad thing, while only twenty-five percent said a good thing. And I'm going to tell you, the, the way the Democratic Party is viewing capitalism, it's all changed. In 2012, uh, it, uh, most Democrats viewed capitalism as a good thing, but it seems to have shifted in the last oh, three look at, years. Let's look at Kennedy. Kennedy loved it. Yeah. And, um, uh, of course, Republicans, they say, overwhelmingly support, support capitalism. 71% say that they support capitalism. Okay, for those of you out there that, that, that have lost your way, the rest of us are going to hopefully going to continue to outvote you for your own good. Yeah. I mean, for your own good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know the left thinks they're the ones that have to look out for everybody's own good. We're going to look out for your no, own good. No, we've been taking care of you yeah. for a while. Look, it's, it's, it's wonderful to be all for socialism if you don't have to live under it. Look, mm-hmm. sharing is fine if it's my choice to share, mm-hmm. not no, if I'm told <clears throat> to do it at the end of a gun barrel. Well, look at these in- insurance companies that got together in groups of their own free will right. and met a share and began to share Healthcare cost among themselves as a group. Well, that's their own business. That's that's great. Well, the first I mean, the first rule of of healthcare, Rick, is nothing is free. Somebody has to pay for it, correct. and and that's where the problem lies. You yeah. you do have to pay for these things and these technologies and these drugs and this research. Now, look, we can do things to try to keep the cost down, push them down. I'm all for that, but you got to know how to do it with an open system. But go back to the original statement. What an idiotic idea to almost have 100% health care, and as opposed to addressing the tiny percent that didn't have it, you took it away from everybody and tried to start over. Yeah, that's good.
I mean, that's just a dumb idea. And it, and, and it has remained dumb and has made the situation worse, not better. You know why it made it worse, not better? Because it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it defied all logic. Sometimes you need to be thankful for what you got. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.